1: At on 1063 with Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, sports raconteur on tour extraordinaire, and the mechanical mangler at the controls. <laughs> you know him as our own flounder. I was born, da, 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 da. 303, how's it going? Here's a number 404 741 1230. 404 741 1230. And it's only me and uh, Pete Davis. Oh, he's strangling his microphone up there in the mountains of Macon. What's new with you today,
2: sir? <laughs> that, that's not a euphemism, by the no, way. No, but strangling your strangling microphone. That—that
1: <laughs> that, uh, By the way, that may come up a little later in the show. About about But uh, probably within the next hour, you're going to hear about a guy in an airplane. The little, You know, I got a lot of questions about the little girl saying, I think that man's doing something bad. You know, anyway. Uh, so uh, what's going on with you today, Pete? <laughs> Jeez.
2: <laughs> I just read that scientists have... Grown
1: human vocal cords in a petri dish. Uh, uh, All right, Uh, grow human vocal cords in a petri dish. Really, I can't believe it. Yeah, the results speak for themselves. Speak for themselves, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I paused. I I knew just the very possibility that you must have a freaking freaking book of these things or something. It must be a website of. (laughs) My God, man! And the mechanical Mangler there in the, um, the dark man's cave. Uh, how you doing today, sir? How's it going? Everything all right? All is well. How about yourself? Uh, uh, flounder has been very busy today, pumping out stories for the Kimmer and the Pete and stuff. And and we got a little sound of old uh, 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 the uh, uh, Fanny Floozy and, and, and some weird things. And last stuff going. On. How's your stomach? And how's Miss Veronica doing? Uh,
3: she's just about out of the woods. She thinks she's almost back to a hundred percent. Wow!
1: And, and we believe this was food poisoning, food poisoning. Not, not the flu, right? Not the flu. It was food and, and poisoning. Can they tell? Is there like a? Is there a headache difference or a fever thing or just? I'm pretty sure that was it.
3: Well, when it comes out both ends, it's oh. pretty much considered food poisoning. Yeah. And so. your dad,
1: your dad yeah. too, right?
3: Uh-huh. Wow. And he also he actually went to the doctor just to get some medicine, and he said the doctor said that they're filled with these appointments.
1: Really? Yeah. So. Oh, I don't know if something's sense. going around yeah. or what, but. Well, anyway, well, give her our best, uh, and a little doggy too, and, and and how's your how's Lucas, your kitty cat? Lucas we, is
3: good. I meant to, uh, I, think I I've got to, take some videos. Let me see if I've got one in here I can send to
1: you. Yeah, send them to me personally, and send them to, uh, and so I'll, I'll put them on my Facebook and also YouTube. Uh, oh, and by the way, Rumble's back, apparently. For so, <laughs> All of a sudden, my phone's been saying, oh, Rumble's up, and I'm, so I tried to post a video today, and I think it went through. Which has been blocking me? I, I don't know. I, I put it on about. I think I put it on about my uh, bucket list of my golf trip uh, today. The Pebble Beach Golf Tournament, the uh, 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 the Old Clam bake Old Bing Club, Bing Bamba, Bing Bamba, Bing, Bamba, Bing, Bamba, Bing, Bamba, Bing Crosby, Clam bake ball. Uh, Bing Crosby, Clambe, the Old uh, Pebble Beach. Pro-Am out in Pebble Beach, California. And one of my... Oh, by the way, we have news. I'm sorry. I'm floundering here. I'm just, I, I'm in kind of a floundering mood. I'm sorry. Just I don't really feel like getting into it now because I'm already exhausted. And, and so we, now we're going I got a couple of great animal stories to lead off with. And then a lot of politics stuff. And you know, bleh, bleh, and also a birthday salute and everything else. But first, uh, today the uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am start, tournament starts. And apparently a lot of the pros are pretty upset with what they're doing now because now they're inviting people that help the PGA Tour New contract deals around the world and stuff. And so the, the players are saying, wait a minute, you know, there's supposed to be the old clam bake. We get together, have fun, goof around. And now you're doing a, a kind of a political insider money thing. And st- I don't know. The whole freak, you know, the whole freaking, world, what, what happened? I mean, seriously. All of a sudden, uh, you know, and uh, my God, you can't even have a a, a college football se- team anymore. That's in a conference and stuff. It's all going to be the the minor league football team uh, wherever you go. Uh, baseball's the same way, and all that. I mean, uh, anyway, I don't. You know, I guess I guess, it's, I guess every, every generation. You know, I, I'm in the generation that's all dying. Okay, so we all know this, and so I guess the old the dying generation always has a whatever happened to the old what days the thing hell? going on. What? What, yeah, but what the hell
2: happened to you last night or this morning? <laughs> what, did you fall out of bed on your head? You know what? You know,
1: actually, you know what happened? And I, I can't believe that. Oh, and Flounder, remember a few days ago you played one of our Flounders Funnies comedy bit of a guy who, who was who said, you know, he said, I don't know, you get to a certain age and all of a sudden you realize when you go to bed at night, when you wake up in the morning, you must have been working out while you were sleeping. <laughs> remember, he said
2: everything hurts. I pulled
1: you? my hamstring <laughs> by yeah, turning said, over. What the hell was I running in my sleep you know? <laughs> you get to a certain age i'll have to find that I've, uh, if you can find it let's play it because I'm, I'm telling you what happened to me my wrist is killing me i i, I sprained my wrist no, it's not, you know, Mr. Filthy Mind. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm... Yanking am- the chain well, there? Well, I'm ambidextrous. That's not a thing to Is worry strangling about. strangling
2: the microphone
1: Yeah, I again, could be or? strangling the old microphone. But no, I'm serious. I, 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 really, I, heard, I sprained the crap out of it. There's no possible explanation for that because it was when I woke up and, you know, I was, it was like I did my first head, call, head call. I think it was like 3.15 this morning. I 3.15 and sometime around 4 and I get out of bed a little bit about 5.30ish, whatever. But the early one, I got... Oh my god it's killing me and it's not the one that i bounced off that skinhead's head that time either where i broke all my wrist bones uh <laughs> oh my god so i mean that well that was an experience <laughs> that was back in my fighting days i'm sorry well, but you know but because i hit the it, guy it so. happened
2: yeah i don't know what happened the my thumb still hurts from beating up that guy that pervert in the tattletales parking lot about 25 ago oh
1: my ago. god it still hurts well, this is. In fact, this hurts more than the one. My left hand was the one where I where I uh, hit that guy that I thought I'd killed him because his head bounced off the door frame. <laughs> it sounded like somebody dropped a pumpkin from 10 stories <laughs> up. <laughs> and he and his two skinhead buddies <laughs> scurried into the park a lot after that. Well, it was, I was wrong. It was wrong. I was. It was. It They were blocking the way of a step. And I, and instead of saying, excuse me, sir, I wonder if I might get into the store so I can buy a present for my daughter for her birthday uh, in the summertime, or and he gave me a bunch of crap. And And, and so I said, instead of doing that, I said, uh, "You want to get the blank out of the way, <laughs> little punk, or something, <laughs> like <that. laughs> something like that." And and so he he, he raced. He he was she was sitting on the step, and his two buddies were kind of standing right next to him, kind of leaning around. And he was sitting on the step, and he lunged at me. And I said, "You want to get the blank right like that?" And he lunged at me, and I swung so hard with my left hand because he was on my left side, and I'm not a left hander. I'm a right- I would have hit him with my right fist, but it was coming up that side, so I hit as, as hard as I could with my left hand. And I, I hit him. I hit him really hard in the head, but I also bounced it off his skull into the door frame. So, and I, I shattered all those. There were little teeny bones. All around your wrist, around like, if you had like a bracelet at the beginning of your wrist from your hand, or little teeny little bones all around there, and apparently I broke them all. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that thing hurt for, a, for a, you know 15 years or whatever, 10 years ago, whatever it was. Anyway, so uh, but but that's not it. Does I don't know what happened. There's no possible explanation. that I have a I have a really out straight rest from sleeping. Anyway, sorry, I'm to, I'm getting totally distracted. Oh oh, let's do something important. I we, have, we have news. We well, have fun. We have flounders. Funny. It's, holy crap! It's sports. We got all this stuff. And I'll give you a VA update too. And again, a very nice thank you for a helper. We have the best. You know, honestly, our show. We have the best. Well, we have nut bags, and people should be in prison. But we also have the best audience. The people who get it. I think the key, and Pete, you know this from working with me for, what, 30 years ago or something. We we tend to, I mean, we, we're half nuts, and the shows we do have a certain um, a behavioral characteristic to them. But but the, the result is we have the best audience you can have because they do care. They are involved. They are active, and they don't, you know, let you get away with much. But they're also right there, the Kimmer Corps. Used to call them the Kimmer Corps. Man, they, if we need something, they are there. Uh, um, and so I, I'll get to that in a second. First of all, uh, this came in to Tug. On the, uh, the the America's All American uh, Anal Crew this morning, uh, those beautiful bastards in the morning, and it was from a guy wanting to know if they could wish him or his wife a uh, a special occasion uh, wish today, and so they forwarded, uh, Tug forwarded it to me. Unless somebody, unless I, it shows up on my Facebook, <laughs> on my thing, so here it is uh, today, and I guess he, he mentions the numbers in here, so I'm going to mention them to you, sir. This was from Jerome Bell, and he said. Was wondering if you could wish my wife Denise her 71st birthday and our 53rd wedding anniversary. Thank you very much, Jerome Bell, to his uh, lovely bride, Denise. No, denied. Not, denied. I forget. Denied. <laughs> Actually, well, I, I would. I'll, anybody who has a birthday wish or a happy love something like that, I'll do it. Just uh, let us know, and I'll oh, do it. Please. I know it's wrong. Nobody. nobody you know, there's going t- to be t- two. T- t- well, nobody. It's, we're not going to get flooded. Nobody uses their phone anymore. And if it pops up something, I'll be happy to do it. I'm just saying. So, Jerome, uh, bless you, sir, for your kind wishes for the woman you love. If I had, uh, I would have been married 56 years last month. For my yeah. starter wife.
4: Yeah.
1: And you were married like fifty years ago too, right? Or four, no, no, like forty or forty or thirty five or something. Eight, I forgot. No, you're not that old. <laughs> I forgot. Nineteen
2: eighty three. Uh, forty so. years. Forty one. Forty one years, yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, okay, gotta blew the whole segment, boys. Sorry. Three thirteen. Also, this this is very important. It's Black History Month. We're in February. By the way, we're in February. Yes. And and by the way, and second, by the way, by the way, by the way, I noticed again last night, holy cow, when I leave here after 6, it's still light. I mean, it changed fast. I mean, you know, we really are. I mean, it's all it's all coming. It's all coming. Okay, now we can still get a nice storm in you know April. So, but still, I mean, I, I just I'm happy that it's getting lighter, makes things happier. And this is uh, this is Black History Month, and in honor of Black uh, Black History Month, we want to salute uh, Black people who made a mark in history. Uh, for example, on my list here, I have uh, Louise uh, Pancake Perkins. Was the first person to actually attempt to climb into a casket at a funeral. So, this is the kind of thing, the kind of tribute that we're going to be remarking all day long here, saluting the members of.
2: It's February 1st, uh, and you've already started. <laughs> <laughs> already
1: 314 started. with a camera. 404 741 That's the number. I dare you. 14 minutes after 3 o'clock with a Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Neil Board's coming up at 4 to chat with us, too. Look forward to that.
5: That's right, baby. God and Cornelius. That's right, baby.
1: Get your boogie down. Come out of here give us some sugar, baby. They can nibble on you a little bit, baby down. Oh I gotta I gotta stop talking about nibbling on girls, by the way. <laughs> apparently, uh... <laughs> not apparently, it's creepy. <laughs>
2: Va <laughs> <but green. laughs> sorry <laughs> I
1: have no idea how I started talking about it which I missed you know <laughs> anyway <laughs> let's get a bookie down uh, with, uh, on this day unfortunately a shame 2012 Don Cornelius. The host of TV's Soul Trade, baby, from 1971 for 22 years. Don Cornelius helped break down racial barriers and broaden the reach of black culture. He passed away on this day in 2012. Police officers responded to a report of a shooting on Mulholland Drive and found Don Cornelius with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. He was 75, and his friends and family said he was suffering from a host of problems, and he was in such pain, he just couldn't take it. And he uh, took his life, unfortunately. I used to watch that show. It was like it was uh, i watched american bandstand and, and soul train it was that 's right baby you know it 's just smooth man a smooth yeah. operator. can you imagine oh,
2: a, a conversation between him and barry white
1: <laughs> that 's right baby <laughs> uh, 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 let 's see <laughs> birthdays include uh, michael c hall fifty three year old dexter also played remember I saw him first on the uh, TV series Six Feet under, which was a pretty good series kind of Weird, dark a little bit. He played the gay brother David. In real life, Michael C. Hall is neither gay nor a serial killer. As far as the we
3: ending know. to that uh, series was really, really good, like the very end.
2: Never saw it. Never saw uh, it? it yeah, yeah I haven't seen it yet. Uh, okay. well, it
1: was like ten years old, so. Da, well, there's no spoiler alert here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, no. Wait, no I, I was, I, in fact, was going to make fun. I really didn't like. I think when no, they when they had the last one where he went to the woods of uh, Alaska or whatever it was. Uh, I mean, that was a whole. I'm not giving anything away. He he went to you know be in Alaska. So and then uh, you know his kid found him, and that was and then the series from there. But but I, I it was uh, it was too cold and dark, and it just I I, I, I missed uh, the like at the beginning yeah. of every. Show someone yeah. died. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. I mean, the stuff when he was in Miami, that I was the it. Dexter I liked, but I didn't like the thing. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, D- uh, Dexter, Michael Seale, 53 years old today. And on this day in history, this was kind of bizarre. 1884, Sir James Murray published the first Oxford English Dictionary in Scotland. He went through two and a half million handwritten notes that he had collected more than 20 years total to put together. The law, and by the way, this was astounding to me. I've never looked this up, and so I've been. Mean, I, I, when's the last time you actually picked up a
2: dictionary? But I usually look it up on the internet and everything. There's a great movie, by the way, starring Mel Gibson and Sean Penn about this, about the Scottish I think guy I've, who did the dictionary. I think
1: I remember that. I didn't see it, but I remember uh, the promotion for it. I've forgotten about that, and they said it was pretty uh, good. Sean
2: Penn plays a Union uh, uh, captain who went insane and went to England and killed people and was put in prison, and he helped him create the dictionary.
1: I'll be damned. Sir James Murray, 1884, and uh, he went over 2.5 million handwritten notes for over 20 years. The longest entry in the Oxford English Dictionary, you know, they have a word, and then they describe things. The longest entry is for the word set, S-E-T which has 60,000 words describing the word set. And it gives the word set 430 uses. Mm-hmm. Something is set. You can set. I mean, do you think of all the uses of the word set. A tea set. I'm going to set it down. A tea a tea tea, set. I, I, uh, you know, they play a set in tennis. I mean, there's a million. Holy a cow. G-
2: Egyptian <laughs> god.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think of that. 430 uses and 60,000 words to describe it. Holy crap. Anyway, pretty cool. All right, look out. Kimmer pa and, uh, and uh, Palpedia Flounder, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. Oh, speaking of TV, just quickly, uh, have you been? Wa- did you watch uh, Capote versus the Swans, uh, first episode last night?
2: Is it, uh, is it tonight or last night?
1: It was on last night. I'm sure it'll be on every night for a while because FX does that.
2: I couldn't find it last night. I could not find it.
1: It was so. on FX at, 10, at, 10, o'clock, at 9 o'clock, or 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock, repeated it. <clears throat>
2: According to my thing, it was uh, it was the Betty versus Joan uh, thing from three years ago. So you know, I, I didn't oh even look because they had the wrong uh, title on it.
1: Well, something happened it's anyway uh well and, and by the way tonight for your viewing pleasure is the farmer wants a wife the, the the second series of that i'll watch this one this one for some reason looks more i mean the first group of girls looked like you know they were they were all big girls and hardy you know stock girls. Oh, and, yeah. and and this group and i want i'm i i can not wait to find out whether it's a bunch of princesses from the city who just want to be on tv and, and going to pretend that they can actually live on a farm you know milking cows and riding horses so so i i'm gonna watch it because i want have a girlfriend, so um, uh, and uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. That was
2: just going to help you get a
1: girlfriend. No, to... it's not going to help me at all. Unless I keep talking about nibbling on girls, <laughs> I, got, I got a little reaction on that one uh, from. Uh, Sound uh, like it. Uh, well, I've you know, and, I, and again, I said there. Uh, you know, the ladies, uh, we are here. If you we can help you, uh, you know, discuss hey. publicly your uh, inner wishes. <laughs> come, come hey. free with us. Nope. And,
2: no matter how twisted your peccadillo is, yes. there's somebody out there that's into it.
1: They're, we always care about our region, and peccadillos are all that we really have when it all comes down to it. Uh, 323. Okay, we'll do a little news here, I guess, probably. I want, to, I want to give an update on the VA thing, too, and a bunch of things, and uh, we got to try to Oh, we never finished our uh, top worst songs of 70s, either. We'll, we gotta, we'll play the last couple of those, too. A couple of uh, animal stories, and then we'll do the news. There's an update on, on Donald Trump. He lost another case. This one in London. Which is unbelievable because it's there in black and white. And the judge said, "No, you didn't get your reputation damaged on, on the on, on the fa- the phony dossier." And and Trump sued about it, and the judge says, "Oh, that didn't hurt your uh, reputation, really?" It cost him a tri- you know, it cost him every oh my god. Anyway, so we'll get to it. Uh, first of all, this is incredible. If you have not seen this, I'm urging you to get to your video source, whatever it is, and look it up. Girls swings snake. The story is in Mundi, Queensland, Australia, a 12-year-old girl, let me get her name here, uh, Rosie Whiteman, is in her backyard in Australia uh, looking for her pet guinea pig, Max Bond. Rosie looks behind a book, and this is on video, it's all on video, you won't believe it. 12-year-old Rosie is looking for her pet guinea pig, Max Bon. She Maxie Bond, I'm sorry. She looks behind a bush, squats down low to the ground, reaches behind the bush, mm. and her dog comes up running up behind her. Rosie then reaches down behind the bush, emerges with a great big snake in her hand inside mm. the snake's mouth was a fluffy white rodent Maxie bond her guinea pig in the snake's mouth Rosie grabbed the snake and started swinging it around like a freaking lariat ready to lasso a steer. I swear like it's the damnedest thing you ever saw. It's like you're doing it with, with a rope with a rock on the end of a Swing, swung, swung. And this thing's got to be like seven feet long. And she's swinging it around, swinging it around, swinging it around. She said, I didn't even think it through. I was just like, grab the snake, grab the snake. She swung it around five times. Her father jumped in there also grabbed hold of the snake. Uh, the the maxi Bond the the uh, guinea pig went flying, uh, and then the dad <laughs> was more service and nervous than she was. He, he gently, hesitantly, eventually walked over, picked it up, and threw it over the fence. I mean, it's unbelievable. The, the, and by the way, the guinea pig's fine. He, the, he got him back, and he's fine. None none the worse. But he's in the mouth of the snake, being flung around a, a, like a roll. I mean, a, you honestly,
2: I've never seen anything like this in my life. They have snakes there that can kill you just by looking at you, and she's grabbing this damn snake.
1: Well, here's the bottom line. I'll bet she didn't know this, or if she did, I'll bet she knows it now. The uh, reporter said the snake looked to have had a brown body with a pale belly, which could be several different snakes. But here's the thing. It could be, for example, a harmless python or the deadly eastern brown snake, which will put you DRT right there dead right there Well
2: what well, it wasn't that because it would have injected poison already yeah. in the hamster
1: yeah uh but again and you can see the hamster in the mouth of the snake and she's swirling okay. it around I, I mean, honestly i've never seen anything like this in
2: my life okay, okay. <laughs> first of all why are you letting your pet hamster outside as if it's snake bait well why in, are you in you australia
1: that? you can't go outside in australia they have serpents these aren't snakes they're serpents Uh, I mean, they have prehistoric serpents. (laughs) (laughs) They fly. They have wings. (laughs) They're they're dinosaurs over there. Anyway, (laughs) and and a happy story. I saw this the other day, and it's fairly getting national news, which I think is kind of cute. In Milwaukee, a girl named Jenny Hazard uh, has three dogs, including Bear. And, Pete, I know your treasured uh, Bear uh, was your uh, special sweet dog for so many years that you rescued him, found him, and rescued him. Well, this girl, Jenny, has a dog named Bear and a couple other dogs, and she says when he was young young. He's a Shih Tzu. And when he was young, he was a runner. He'd take off. He had fun. He'd go running around just a happy little running around dog. Well, the other night she was out in the backyard. It was getting dark. I was outside, she says, with all three dogs. One minute Bear was, uh, was there and the next minute he was not. There was a slight crack in the gate. Bear nowhere to be found. She said, I was in tears, I was in tears, because he's old, he's got a heart condition, he's, he's something like 18, he's 16 years old. Even for a tiny dog, a Shih Tzu, that's a long, that's that's an unusually long life. So he got out, she, she says he has a heart condition, he's old, she feared the worst, she went immediately on social media, said, people, look out, look out. She said, he can't go that far in the snow, again, this is in Milwaukee. Uh, she said, where could he have gone, where could he have gone, he's such a social butterfly, who knows. Then she said, we got a text. Uh, Your dog is down at Fink's. Uh, That's the local bar. (laughs) (laughs) So she said, wait a minute. So they drove down there. (laughs) And there he is sitting up at the bar. And everybody's petting him and having fun and giving him his treats. Uh, They they sent a photo of him having the time of his life a mile from home. Uh, He's real popular. They're giving him stuff, having a little fun, playing with him. Uh, Apparently, the uh, the owner said that Bear got there because there were a group of girls bar hopping. And he thinks the ladies must have have seen him on the street somewhere and just brought him along and so he's having a good time at the bar and she got her doggy back and got at the age of 16 that is a lucky break all the way around all right 329 quickly before the break we'll get back to it in a minute you're going to hear from fanny willis the fanny floozy of fulton county getting caught once again uh trying to be above board and also coming up a decision by a judge in london about donald trump's lawsuit claiming he was uh, slandered and the judge says nah how could they do that to you
3: we also have paul on the line and he has a limerick for you and Pete.
1: can you wait to do, it? Yeah, do, we you can do, do it, it right now if you want oh well this all right, so hold on and make a note here paul paul is on the uh, radio paul you're on the radio welcome aboard what's up what do you have for us sir
5: hey Kimmer, good to talk to you uh yeah, this, uh, I don't know if Pete remembers, it was a, it was a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned uh, there was going to be a limerick contest, I don't know if you guys are still doing that, but anyway, so I put pen to paper and I came up with this one that I think kind of captures one aspect of your life, Excellent. Um, here it is, the Kimmer's two marriages ended in rifts, so now he stalks Taylor Swift. He loves only Christine, his muscle machine. His love life is clearly adrift.
1: <laughs> Gee, I, I'm so happy you took it upon yourself to honor me that way, Paul. I don't I, I think I'll ever stop thinking about that. My, my marriage is. <laughs> In fact, I've been lonely for 20 years and no, no hope I mean, for the future. Really, yeah, this is great. <laughs> good, you, you rarely talk about it. And talk about <laughs> yeah, how would you know? <laughs> Again, I got to go. You're killing me. My God, man! I right, shut down the phones. Three <laughs> thirty with a Kiver feed and flounder. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm not sure I like this guy doing my history and birthday stuff. I like, gotta be honest with you. I mean, everybody wants to be the freaking Kimmer, You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been doing this since uh, like 1965, Mister. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, Three thirty-four.
4: Sir Elton John.
1: Dun dun, dun. Well, Mr. Elti John uh, did a little something boobity bab bad when he was here in Atlanta twenty-three years ago on this very day when the collection of Sir Elton John's private photographs on display at the museum in Atlanta were taken down. Yes, the exhibition included snaps of nude men. And way too explicit and some school trips to the museum had to be canceled with a <laughs> golly. I guess they didn't really check it out for her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mercy. Our um, uh, birthday list includes Billy Mummy, or is it Moomy? Billy Mummy, I think they pronounce mm, it. Mummy. M-U-M-Y. There's only one M in the middle, which is uh, unusual. Bill uh, Billy Mummy is 70. He was Will Robinson. Uh, Will Robinson had lost in space.
2: Danger Will Robinson. Yep,
1: and he also wished people into the cornfield in the classic Twilight Zone episode, It's a Good Life. I remember that little turtle. Oh, man. Uh, in the, the village of the towns, people were afraid to say anything bad about oh, Are you coming to my birthday? Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Anybody who said anything negative, he'd set him on fire or suddenly disappear or something. man. No freaking Twilight Zone. What a great series that was with Rod Serling. <laughs> and uh, this day yeah. in history, let's see if I find one he didn't uh, take from me. Oh, here we go. This was very, uh, uh, very sad. In 1988, the little girl from the Poltergeist movies, Heather O'Rourke. Remember, there, here wasn't that the little girl right there, here from the Poltergeist movies, Heather O'Rourke on this day in 1988, died of a heart attack caused by something called intestinal stenosis. Heather O'Rourke was only 12. What a schmuck! I I don't know. And
2: and her older sister in the movie was bludgeoned to death, I think, by a a crazy boyfriend or or serial killer. I mean, there was supposedly a curse on poltergeist. Uh, sounds like it. I tell you, you know, you don't even want to. Th- and you
1: guys with your like zombie stuff, you know, you keep watching those movies. You're going to freaking call them up, man. I'm telling you, I I don't even I don't even want to look at the names of those kinds of series and movies and stuff. Anyway, 3.37. By the way, this is the 3 o'clock hour, as you know, 3.37 being in the 3 o'clock hour. And it's my duty now and my extreme pleasure to say thank you for your sponsorship to our wonderful folks who keep our our stuff going here. First Liberty Building and Loan, our sponsor for the 3 o'clock hour. If you need financing to grow your business, visit FirstLibertyGA.com, FirstLibertyGA.com, and you'll be glad you did. 404 741 bum bum 1230 Here we go, news time. Donald Trump. Lost another lawsuit. This is incredible. Today in London, uh, a judge threw out a lawsuit that Donald Trump had claimed the infamous dossier, that famous infamous dossier, the scandalous claims. Donald Trump sued, saying it was shocking and scandalous claims harmed his reputation. The judge, a girl... Karen Stein in London, the girl, said there are no compelling reasons to allow the claim to proceed to trial. Uh, Trump had sued a business intelligence company co-founded by Christopher Steele the former British spook who created the dossier in 2016. It was paid for by Democrats and given to Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage by Jake Sullivan. Jake Sullivan is still the national security advisor to the current administration. And the scandalous claims were all a lie, uncorroborated allegations and rumors that spread like wildfire among Trump's critics that he was having sex and being peed on by Russian prostitutes. It was all a bunch of crap. And Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage had Handed to her, and Jake Sullivan said, Gee, you know, if we give this to the press, they'll go nuts with it, and it'll probably uh, make sure that you're not going to lose the election. She said, Yeah, let's do it. They were behind the famous phony Russian dossier, that was their stunt. And the judge says, no, nah, there's, there's no really, uh, nah, you know, uh, the uh, Trump team said he suffered personal and reputational damage and distress. No kidding. People are still talking about that stuff. And the, the felony dossier led to the whole thing about the Russian collusion and Trump shouldn't be president, let alone a citizen, for God's sakes. Well, the judge apparently said and the company said the lawsuit should be thrown out because the dossier published by BuzzFeed was never meant to be public. Uh, They say Trump's lawsuit was filed too late. And the judge said, yeah, well, Trump had chosen to allow many years to elapse without any attempt to vindicate his reputation in this jurisdiction since he was made aware of it. So she used that as an excuse because it happened in 2016. And she said, well, you should have done this before. I mean, my God, how could you not say it damaged his reputation? It cost him his four years of presidency and another four years that he lost because of this is what started it. Anyway, it's unbelievable. 340 I mean real how, how could you say it doesn't it didn't damage him I mean my God it's a joke uh, It's just it's just uh, well and, and and here we go again guess what? Uh, Fulton County Floozy, oh, I said Fulton County Floozy, I meant, I meant Fulton County uh, uh, Fannie uh the district attorney who used to be this guy's side piece. Uh, Fannie says she is not going to recuse herself from the investigation and case against Donald Trump. Her decision to stay is uh, says, "Well, she's concerned that her leaving the case would essentially uh, end the investigation into Trump." Duh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Of course, she got caught being the uh, side piece uh, for uh, Nathan imagine. Wade, who, uh, allegedly my ass. She was Nathan Wade's side. Come on, Can you imagine the balls on this guy? He turned the district attorney into his side piece. I mean, holy crap. He must, You know, I guess he's known for uh, something special, he's I guess. Man. I guess he does the things the brothers don't normally do or something. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's still true generalization or not, but he must have something going for him, and she doesn't want the to swirl. stop it. Yeah, he does the He does the the swirl and the twist at the end. I'm almost positive it's the swirl and the twist. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, she's afraid of losing the case, so she's going to stick with it. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They're going to have to go to court uh, uh, later this month. Uh, the judge, uh, uh, Scott McAfee, has given them the time to get to court on February 15th. Uh, she's, uh, the odds of her taking the stand are slim, though. Uh, she's been subpoenaed about the divorce case. They got out of that. They kind of settled temporarily and will no longer take place and that kind of thing. Now, here's kind of a kicker, too. Check this out. Founder found this. And it's fairly telling. Yesterday, I, I really didn't spend enough time on the case. It came in very, very late in the day, and I really didn't. I do a very good job of it. I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself as a news guy that I didn't uh, present this properly. We had the story yesterday and the sound yesterday of a woman who worked on the uh, on uh, Fanny the Flusies. Uh, in her office, uh, the woman was a whistleblower saying that this guy wanted to spend their special federal grant money on trips and vacations and laptops and and stuff like that. And, and, and Fannie said, well, I don't know. And then fired the whistleblower. And let the guy continue doing, the you know, misusing federal funds. And in, instead of Fannie, uh, the floozy, cracking down on the guy wanting wanted to misuse federal funds, she fired the whistleblower. Okay, one. Number two, here's Fannie from July 2020 running for district attorney. We don't know whether she was somebody's side piece at that time. Let's be fair. Whether she was screwing around with guys on the side, then we don't know. So it would be unfair to say that she's been a tramp since 2020. We cannot say that. It would be wrong to say that she'd been so slutty as a as a candidate for public office. That would just not be right. I think it's okay to
3: assume on this. We one. could assume, i, I, think, I think we can assume. Again,
1: we could again. I, I'm trying to be uh, honorable and uh, and middle of the road. Here. I don't want to take. Well, a Well, that side wouldn't be our forte, as as you know. Anyway, so now this is 2020, running for the DA's office against <laughs> against uh, curly Paul Howard. Uh, she's asked why the people of Fulton County should choose her. Here's what Fannie uh, Floozzi said in 2020 running for the office.
4: You have a DA sitting there that doesn't have the qualifications and the experience to do the job. What I can guarantee you is with my reputation, with my community ties, I am going to be able to attract the best and the brightest minds to that office. You're sitting with someone today that actually wants to make a difference because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children because we deserve better
1: that's what she did verbatim oh my god oh my always,
2: living lord always accuse the others of what you yourself are doing
1: uh, and by the way, I mean, has anybody has anybody playing this? Is this a, a, is this on local? I don't watch local. news. I mean, notes, it's so I trending
3: know. all over Twitter. This is it's one of the hottest things media. trending
1: right now. Yes, uh, uh, but, uh, we're, we're going to play this every hour. It's three forty-four. We're going to play it every hour. Uh, Flounder, if you remind me if I don't do it, I mean, this isn't too. Uh, I mean, again, these freaking phonies have to be called out. And even now, with this, she's saying she's not going to recuse herself because she's afraid that she may that she'd blow <laughs> the case. Uh, and, uh, and, and and here we. I mean, this is just out, outrageous in every possible way. I wouldn't have sex with my employees, and she'd only she'd and only pick long and hard. Yeah, she'd only pick the best and the brightest. And again, he, uh, uh, Mr. Wade, was known for length and girth. So, I mean, she's uh, she has qualifications, and by God, uh, you know, she
2: supports her the, the best <laughs> and the biggest. <laughs>
1: Although on his, campaign, on his uh, qualifications for office, I think uh, writing down I can go all day is really not exactly what we would have thought of. Anyway, it's... Uh... You know, they call him Babar for some reason. <laughs> well, it's Black History Month, and boy, there's a little history going on here today. 3.45 with the Kiver Pete, and Flounder. Look out.
2: <laughs> Mercy. <laughs>
1: Talked about Blondie yesterday. I think she had a birthday or something, or something happened. She was in the news yesterday on our show. Here she is again with the Kira Feet and Flounder 349 and Blondie.
2: Color me
3: your color, baby.
1: Color me your and she took the name because uh, a trucker said, Hey, Blondie. They <laughs> used to yell at her, and she said, Why not? Well, on this day in 1980, holy cow, 44. Years ago, Blondie released Call Me, the uh, main uh, theme song of the 1980 movie, American Gigolo. It peaked at number one for six weeks in a row, became the top-selling single of the year in America in 1980. American Gigolo, was that the one with uh, the Batman, uh, what's his name, the actor Batman guy? And it was really a horrible movie. Uh, Oh, was that Richard Richard Gere? Gere. Oh, Oh, I thought it was the other one. Uh, Vale or whatever it is. No.
2: Richard no, It was not Christian Bell.
1: Is that the one where like he tortured the girls? And uh, wasn't that a horrible? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Oh no, I, I know. I'm thinking of American Psycho. American Psycho is what I'm yeah. thinking of with Richard with uh, Bale. What's the name? Yeah. Bale. That's who you're thinking. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, yeah, the other one, American Gigolo, was, uh, uh, I, I think, it was just a story about a guy being a gigolo. I'm not sure. Was that a murder case or anything? I don't remember. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm right on blind head. Our birthday list. Oh, okay, here's our birthday list. Flounder, I'm going to say something now. You tell me whether you know whose birthday it is. <clears throat> Repeating tonight's top story. Yeah. Do you know who that is, Flounder? No. <laughs> Pete, you Why know, don't he? you? Huh? I know. I did not forget. Gary Morris. All right. But, but see, this is the, this is, again, I love doing things where it shows kind of the funny. timeline of generations. Everybody your age and my age, I guarantee you, knows what that is from. That was from Saturday Night Live. It was a bit, used to be a bit, when Garrett Morris would represent the uh, the Somebody's Museum of the, of the School of the Deaf. And they would have repeating tonight's top story for the Gallaudet School of the Deaf. To repeating tonight, he just yelled the headlines. You know, it was stupid and silly, and everybody knows it. I mean, Garrett Morris, but again, he flounders forty-two, three, whatever it is, and he and, and that was the cutoff, man. This was right before, really, before his time. Uh, Garrett Morris is eighty. Oh my God, eighty-seven years old. Original SNL cast member. Uh, he was Earl on Two Broke Girls and Lloyd on This Is Us. I haven't seen uh, that. Haven't seen Two Broke Girls in 20 years or whatever. Anyway, Garrett Morris, 87 years old. Good for him. And on this day in history, uh, on this day in, in 1887, one Harvey Wilcox subdivided 120 acres of land, which he owned in Southern California and started selling it off as real estate. He didn't know what to call the area of, of housing areas and so forth. His wife said, well, you know, I met a woman on a pl- on a train on a train trip, and she uh, had a name of her summer home. I thought was kind of cool. And she called it Hollywood. And so they originally called it I think they called it Hollywood Hills and then chopped off the hills. No, part. Hollywood land, Hollywood land. That's Hollywood what it was. Land. Hollywood land. Uh, the name of the movie. Isn't that the name of the movie with uh, Steve Reeves being murdered or something? Uh, uh, Superman, George, Anyone? George, George, Reeves, George not Reeves, Reeves, not Steve. Steve Reeves you're was so uh, close on all these. Well, facts. St- no, Steve you're Reeves so was close. also an actor. He did, he did uh, uh, the way, the bodybuilding Muscle guy, Man. Uh, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah, it it gets there once again. Uh, I need a little help. I need like two helpers Mystic and, and a time. Five. I need I need two helpers and a little extra time. <laughs> to, I, ma'am, I'm gonna need more time on this <laughs> test. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be in a special room now where I get I get a little extra time. Give me a break. Uh, rubber room, <laughs> yeah, bingo. <laughs> uh, three, God, it's three fifty, three already. I can't believe it. Okay, uh, President White Trash did the, the uh, prayer breakfast this morning and told everybody uh, we can't be enemies, we have to be nice. And then uh, Andrea Bocelli started singing a song uh, which was uh, called "Amazing Grace." And both uh, the Speaker of the House who met him, uh, met with him for the first time since they've been feuding out here, Mike Johnson, and President Stupid Face uh, sat next to each other in the front row. And when Andrea Bocelli started singing American Gracie, they, they kind of teared up. Of course... Uh, uh, President Potato Head thought they were uh, they were at a golf outing, and so he didn't. He was, he was he was trying to get up to make a joke about golfing. It was really embarrassing. We don't have it on tape, unfortunately. Uh, and and by the way, he's getting more reaction. Uh, to The fact that yesterday we played part of the soundbite here the, yesterday when he called the families from Georgia uh about the uh, loss of their daughter and of course three soldiers were killed from all from georgia the same engineering battalion and they called and he and he told them he said uh he said he talked of course brought it into himself and he mentioned that oh i'm going to find some of the reaction here uh he mentioned uh that he said that's how i lost my son uh Beau, my, he said my son was in iraq for a year and well i can't find the damn Phone thing now. Here I had it. Well, hold on a second. I hate this. I'm just losing my mind. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, he said he lied to the family when he said, Well, one of the three soldiers recently killed in Jordan, uh, Biden said, My son spent a year in Iraq and that's how I lost him. Well, as I mentioned late yesterday, his son died in a hospital surrounded by his family years after he was in Iraq. It wasn't like he was blown up in a bomb explosion. I mean, how can you possibly make the same situation with that and the, and the people who lost their lives? The reaction is obvious. Uh, Biden always resorts to lying about his son dying in Iraq. Can he just not always make deaths about himself? He's such a selfish bastard. Uh, he's even disgracing his own son Bo's legacy lying about him like that, too. Our military deserve much better. Uh, Riley, I have no idea how anybody who would have a child in the military could vote for this guy. I hope they find at least comfort in his words because they're not going to get retribution for it. Oh, and then one of my favorites, quote, I used to drive a big rig when I was a lifeguard in a racial jungle, and I grew up in a Puerto Rican neighborhood where there was grease everywhere, and that's why I have skin cancer. Poor kids are just as smart as white kids, and everybody knows I like kids better than people. Unquote, there's your president. Dear Lord. I think he, he believes these stories. He says them so often. I think he believes them uh freaking hard to believe oh by the way speaking of our lawmakers in uh, Washington remember the story happened a, a couple of I guess it was in uh, December 13th i have the date here when the um a staff aide in the United States Senate was uh well, he had his boyfriend on his knees on top of, a, of the desk where people testify in the Senate hearing room. Uh, and his boyfriend was on his knees, and behind him was this Senate staffing aide. And they were uh, snarkalookily in the old rooka uh, and the thing, the kind of thing used to be illegal in states like Georgia. And after consulting federal and local prosecutors, as well as doing a comprehensive investigation and review of possible charges, it was determined today that despite a likely violation of congressional policy, there is currently no evidence that a crime was committed. Oh. It was obviously not rape. Although the hearing room was not open to the public at the time, the congressional staffer involved had access to the room, the two, so he didn't break in. Uh, The two people of interest were not cooperative, nor were the elements of any of the possible crimes met. The congressional staffer, who has since resigned from his job, exercised his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent, refused to tell us anything our investigators are willing to review. New evidence should any come to light. Quote the United States Capitol Police.
2: What about a health hazard? Basically, what they were doing was unclean there. Basically, Did they clean up after they left? Well, I mean, come on. I, 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 can you imagine getting the call for the sanitation
1: crew? Uh, yeah, we got We got to clean up on the, uh, the hearing desk. Oh, what happened? Somebody's fill a soda. Well, not exactly. <clears throat> uh, bring your bodily fluid uh, cleaner juice. I mean, good Lord. They should burn the freaking furniture. They should shut down the room and move it somewhere. (laughs) How'd you like to be the first guy to testify? Yeah, I I would. I would if they use that this week (laughs) when they were testifying this week. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Just uh, put your elbows on the table, there, Senator. (laughs) Oh dear God. Three fifty-eight. Holy smokes!
2: Uh, If I was a Republican Senate Senator, the next meeting I would walk in there with a UV light. Before I sat down. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's see what we discover here with the dark and a special purple light on. Ring, ring. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to know. Can you imagine the or a haz- fa- <laughs> a hazmat suit? Walk oh, in with dude. a hazmat suit.
2: <laughs> We've
3: got Martin on the line. He wants to talk about this. <laughs>
1: okay, did you say Martin? Martin, Martin, you're on the radio, man. What do you think? What's up?
5: You know, Cam, uh, you know this is disgusting. But let's get something straight. Okay, they, uh, they should get the uh, Department of uh, uh, Justice to. Uh, Do a a stronger interview, you know, and let the guy fill him in on uh, what he did.
1: (laughs)
6: Oh, (laughs) hey.
5: uh, Yeah, it's just, I got to tell you, if it's on film, you remember the guy that shot the judge down in Atlanta that yeah. had him on film? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they spent $2 million. You know, he has a right to an attorney, right? right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But uh, <laughs> smoking gun, you know, photographs, cameras, yeah. and, you know, video, everything. I, I know. That's... What has happened to the Department of Justice? They
1: don't care about us.
5: You know what? Exactly what's uh, happened. No, it's just I'm, us. Yeah. That's yeah, right. It's just yeah. us.
1: You know, Martin, you I'm glad you're calling. Keep in touch and keep listening and keep calling because you're right. This is, I mean, this is how they feel about us. This is the kind of respect yeah. they are giving you and me and Amer- the American people. This is how much they respect us, Barton. Thank uh, you, sir. All right, I really appreciate you. it. Thanks, Mike. Now, coming up on four o'clock. I mean, sir, I really think about it. The whole, the, the, you know, this is this is the white trash family running things up there, using their 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 addicted son to make millions of dollars off the family reputation of threats. We'll get you if you don't give us the money. That's their family basis to how they can. Re- oh, oh my God just trash absolute trash four o'clock can flounder look out here we go stand by
4: spring is here and baseball is back you can't forget the derby I love the hats do you have yours yet my hat I treated myself to a whole outfit if you want to be able to treat yourself then you should check out the nest savings account at lge community credit union where they want you to reach your savings goals faster
0: Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. (laughs)
2: <laughs> when I was a little bitty boy, my grandmother bought me a cute little toy. Silver bells hanging on a string.
6: She told me it was my ding a ling a ling. Oh,
1: the my ding a ling. Yeah, boy. 1972, Chuck Berry had his first British number one single with a live recording. It did uh, playing five. Let's see, a a live recording of a song he had been playing live for more than 20 years. My Dingling. a A public morality campaigner in Britain, Mary Whitehouse, attempted to have the song banned because of its uh, innuendo-laden lyrics. Uh, The average white band members, guitarist Annie McIntyre and drummer. Robbie McIntosh played on the single, <laughs> my dingling Chuck Berry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that I don't think this is the version they're talking about. No, I don't but think still. so either. They, it's a
1: live. It's a whole yeah. different thing. Uh, quick birthday, uh, by the way. Kim, Repeat, and Flounder, four hundred four. Surprise coming up in a second. Oh, it's not a surprise because we've been talking about it. Uh, but a quick birthday update here. Paulie Shore. We just mentioned him yesterday. Is he's going to be the, the uh, playing Richard Simmons in the movie that Richard Simmons wants nothing to do with. And, and now they're saying, well, we'd love you to be part of it, Richard, but we're making it anyway. How could you, I mean, how would you Well, anyway. Uh, Paulie Shore's 56 today. And hold on one history thing, here's to a history thing, gotta do a history thing. On this day, 1979, Patty Hearst gets out of prison after serving 22 months of a seven year sentence. She was part of the bank robbing crew for the Symbionese Liberation Army. Remember the picture of her in a beret holding a submachine gun or something? The newspaper heiress, Patty Hearst, had been kidnapped, and then they raped her and turned her into a the uh, Symbionese, what is it, the a, a Stockholm uh, Syndrome, where the, uh, yeah. her ki- she fell in love with the kidnapper. And uh, she was uh, turned and went with them. She didn't shoot anybody or anything, but she was hanging around with them. And uh, she was eventually pardoned by President Jimmy Carter. But she got out on this day in 1979. And by the way, I believe that uh, I believe that can happen, and I believe it happened to her, uh, a special princess girl, heiress, and everything. And then and, and the way they treated her and stuff, brainwashed her, and cra- and they raped her, and f- she had to live in a closet and all kind. Anyway, I, whatever. I right, hold everything. Uh, Four oh five, flounder. Four oh five. Oh my God! Look out! Stand by. <laughs> no, you can sit. It's okay. Pete Davis is standing, ladies and gentlemen. It's unbelievable. It's we bring aboard Neil Barts. Oh my God, Neil, how you doing, man? Where are you and how's it going?
5: What a class outfit you are!
1: <laughs> my dingling. That'll be the day. <laughs> you know,
5: that from somebody that's been playing Where's Waldo for the last twenty years.
1: Well, in fact, I will tell you this: we were actually going to come out with a whole different artist and founder said. You know what? Let's come out with my dingling. a great idea. Because Neil Bortz I figured Neil would have a comment on that versus the
5: Sex Pistols. <laughs> so. There you go. Anyway, how's it going? Are you driving around or uh, no, uh, no, no? No, 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 no. No, couple of, couple of weeks, couple of weeks. We just we just got back from uh, late lunch or early dinner, however you want to phrase it. And uh, once again, I'm the special. I'm, I'm looking out at the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, not man. much, not much surf today.
1: Really? Wow.
5: You know, but uh,
1: it never had I'm, much surf where we in Benita Springs, my parents' place. And I don't remember much surf. I mean, It was nice. You could go play in it, but it wasn't like it was five foot waves or anything in that. Oh either.
5: no, 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 no. Yeah. But you know. Uh, did you have Germans and banana hammocks in, in Bonita Springs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, these freaking foreigners, man, they think that this is stylish
1: in America. Oh, my God. God. It looked like those highlight players' little scoop cup
5: that they're wearing for bathing suits or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just fanny flossers. I mean, what's the matter with the... You know, it's... it's... Oh, I don't mercy. Know. Oh, uh, by, by the way, you <laughs> yeah. mentioned Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Now, I, I floated this uh, theory uh, a week, couple of weeks ago on the air in the morning with that gang. Yeah. Uh, I listen we have, to hear you
1: every Tuesday It's around 725 or so every Tuesday yep, morning. Yep, yep, yep. And I, they repeat it on Wednesday we morning at 630, by the way, for the record.
5: A magnificent uh, example of Stockholm Syndrome going on in this country right now. Yep. <coughs> Blacks and Democrats. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, the Democrats... Uh, have just completely owned uh, the the black electorate in this country, in spite, in spite yeah. of the destruction they've visited on the black family structure and black culture. Uh, I mean, where do you where do you think all the the seventy percent of uh, black children that are born without a father in the house? Where did that come from? It came from Lyndon Johnson. That came from the the Democrats. Great
1: society trying to make it better, put everybody in housing projects. It got so dangerous, the cops wouldn't even go in there. And It seemed like a whole separate society, and it was the worst of all possible things to say, guess what, girls, the more babies you have, the more money we're going to give you.
5: Uh, Who who didn't think that was going to be a disaster? They destroy the black family uh, culture, and they're rewarded with undying loyalty from black voters and you, if if that's not Stockholm syndrome, then I I don't understand the meaning of the word.
1: You know, uh, uh, just yesterday I mentioned I, I mentioned this, and it's in the news again today with uh, the Fulton County floozy Fannie, the district attorney. The first thing she did when she got caught being a side piece. By the way, can you imagine the balls on this guy Wade that he turned the prosecutor into his side piece? I mean, my God. Anyway, so so flo- well, f- I mean, Fannie the floozy. If, if but, you
5: will <laughs> forgive me <laughs> in yes. my name. People's <laughs> lifestyle. I don't really care to imagine his daughter.
1: Well, but but here's I mean, I, I think, speaking of you know owing uh, the uh, the black people and and the and the Democrats. The first thing that Floozy Fanny did when she was accused of being attacked because she was uh, sodomizing her her black lawyer aide that she hired for all that money. She said, "Well, I, I actually hired three aide uh, staff members, and they never went after the other two because they're white. The only went after them him and me." because we're black here we go again i thought that had ended use and she did it in a church pulpit she well, went that, to the church know, pulpit to complain about racism once again here with church black racism boom 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 and they're trying to pull it off again and she by the way today i don't know whether you heard where you're or driving around she uh, today said she's not going to recuse herself from the trump case she goes well, i out. mean
5: that that <laughs> that complaint was so obvious <laughs> God. uh so obviously ridiculous Nobody had the nads to step up and say to her, yeah. "Hey, Fanny, yeah. is it possible they went after this guy because he was the one you were discussing the Big Bang Theory yeah. with?" Right? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, they, it's unbelievable. They I
1: mean, wouldn't do that. Well, no. again, uh, and she used the church pulpit. The first comment she had about this scandal was to go to a church. And 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 acclaim racism sitting and standing in the pulpit of the church. I mean, it's just it's typical, and it's not. It's still
5: going on. Well, just don't tell me you're surprised. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm offended. Okay. Honestly. Hey, by the way, yeah. Uh, uh, I noticed that Trump is now saying. Uh, that those uh, blood marks on his hands were actually put there by artificial intelligence.
1: You know what was the deal? All of a sudden that popped up. I think that was like a couple years ago, or a, a, sometime in the no, past. Was... And, and just recently, a couple days ago, all of a sudden, social media had a thing about blood. Mar- I, I never really got to the bottom of it. What what's the
5: latest well, on that? Do you know? I I don't know where they came from. It could have been. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean it could. Yeah, I mean it. It, it, it from my memory, it looks very much like self abuse but anyway <laughs> i i don't know i mean and I don't know where it started i don't know who i mean what what reason it can't i don't know i don't understand <laughs> i I don't either but uh as long as he's blaming artificial intelligence, at last we have an explanation for his hair.
1: <laughs> you know, I, honestly, even to this day, I'm really amazed that he still has that hair, that basic hairstyle. I, I, I th- it would have been a perfect opportunity for him to change it. It's got to be a real pain to do that to your hair every day. I mean, that's not a natural placement of hair follicles that go like that on their own. You know what I mean? But now, Sorry. wait a minute,
5: wait a minute. Are you totally convinced that that's something he does to his hair, or is that something he puts on in the morning?
1: Oh, I don't think it's a, I think he had a hair transplant. I think he had a whole bunch of them in the back. That's why when the if his hair goes up in the back, he he tries to hold it down because you can see the little holes in the back. And there's no he has another when you, the hair transplant they take from the back and the sides. And the first place they go is from the back because that's where the most hair is on guys who are going bald. The back still stays.
5: Oh, take your take your word. For well, that. it's
1: true. <laughs> and so and so there on the back of the head of a hair transplant guy, if he's done a lot of them, uh, they have the hair going in the back. But if you lift up that kind of that flap of hair, there's nothing under there. So and and I've seen that before when the, that he doesn't have a lot of hair under the back part of his hair. So, but I don't know. Now, I, I don't know. I don't really care, but I think it's, you know, you it's kind of You do
5: know that all men are born with the same number of male hormones. You know that, yeah, don't you? Yeah. I think it, okay. it
1: well, I th- I think I thought that when you uh guys like me who lost their hair and I think you got a little thing there too because we had too much testosterone.
5: Well, the fact is we had something to use our hormones for other than growing hair. <laughs> Good point. Pete Davis, I mean, we're Smart all right here. <laughs> Does anybody on your staff there actually got hair?
1: Uh, Flowney's got a little wow. hair left. He's, he's losing a little, but he's uh, still got a little full, hair. I, got,
5: I got a
3: full head of hair. Yeah.
1: You know, I guess I, uh, I should realize that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend <laughs> you in any way. I'm sorry. He's got a great head of hair. I, I, well, what, what about D-squared? Uh who the hell's d squared No oh,
2: jeez Double I don't know who David you mean Dickey.
1: Oh, the ball! Bo- oh, I don't know. I, I no. He's got, uh, he's got, a, he's got, he's got a full head of hair. No, uh, you're royal magnificence. I, I go by <laughs> RM. I don't go by D. Beautiful blue. beautiful plume. <laughs> beautiful plume. Uh, yes, yeah, your royal magn. <laughs> no, I don't go by double D stuff at all. No, yeah, but I, if I had your money, boards, so I could probably get away with it. But if we, you, we are way far apart on the old double D moniker. I can promise you,
5: <laughs> never in my life have I. Yeah, You know, I was raised in a Marine Corps family, yeah, and, I, yeah. and, and my father was just adamant about me having a buzz cut, oh, crew yeah. cut, all my life. Yeah, me too. Then I yeah. went to Texas A&M. Guess what? Crew cut. Uh, never in my life have I had enough hair to do anything with. Yeah, me either. Me either. You know, so and, and <laughs> so I, I don't see the—it's— and I don't see how it can be at all useful. I really don't. Well,
1: I wish I had a great head of hair. I mean, even now, like, it's going to make a difference, you know, like I'm trying to attract chicks or something. But, I mean, I wish I had a great head of hair. And, frankly, I'm amazed of all the things that we have invented in this country or in this world, for that matter, since, you know, like, the 1900s or the 1850s or whatever, I mean, Industrial Revolution, whenever, before that started. Of all the things, space travel, AI, all this stuff, how is it possible that they don't have a cream that you can put on your freaking head and in tw- 12 hours, you got a head of hair. I okay, mean, seriously. Question.
5: Yes. Which would you rather have? Would you rather have the Kimmer's Magic Cream, or would you rather have Viagra? Well, if you don't need Viagra,
1: I'd rather have my cream. How, the- <laughs> how old are you now? I'm, I'm 77, but I read at the 80-year-old level, so a little respect. <laughs> no, I'm seriously. I mean, how is it possible that nobody can vent the cream that makes the
5: follicles not die? Seriously. uh, Uh, I I need I need some help with an argument. All right. The the Queen and I were at lunch. okay, And uh, we got curious about the the Eagles and they're on this uh, honest to God final tour right now. So we were we were wondering if they're anywhere near us. Now, nobody comes to Naples. Okay, The last person we saw in Naples was Johnny Mathis. But uh, so I've did discover the Eagles were going to be in Orlando. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I, somebody needs to help me with Donna. I don't want to go to an Eagles concert. I don't want to go to anybody's concert. <laughs>
1: and she does? Is that the deal? But
5: She's... she wants to go to the Eagles singing. The darn tickets are $2,000 a piece. Holy crime. Well so you look like like you right. said. That's you spilled that you
1: spilled that at the bar last night. Give me a break. I
5: don't want to see the Eagles because there is always gonna be some preface that'll stand up in front of me yeah. and All won't night, sit down. Yeah.
1: All night, yes. Yeah. All <laughs>
5: night. And and the last time we saw them, it was in Orlando, it was Jimmy Buffett and uh and the Eagles. And so everything was fine until the Eagles started playing. And and then this uh, this jerk in front of me stood up <laughs> and and I said, Excuse me, sir, are you gonna stand up for the whole for the whole con Yeah, yeah. I am. What, uh-huh. you, what of it? <laughs> Jeez. And and that yeah, why why in the hell do people have to stand up? Through a whole concert, well, nobody's ever been able to explain that yeah, to me. It's silly,
1: but the bottom line is, Neil, you got to do what the lady wants. You got to. I can know. explain it. Yeah. Uh, hey, Flounder's got well, the explanation the, well, right here. With
5: the, with
3: the younger generation, they want to get up and they want to dance and kind of just have fun to the music. So, a lot of the concerts I go to, a good portion of the crowd does stand up.
5: Well, how about a little respect for the people that are seated behind you? Yeah, that'll be the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a rock, yeah concert uh, a rock concert
1: crowd? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert with my brother's for his birthday celebration was many years ago, and I tell you what, there wasn't a lot of sitting down unless you were passing out. So, was he barefooted? <laughs> nope. I don't. You know, I don't remember. I don't think so. I think he had on uh, uh, moccasins or some guy. I don't remember. That was a fun He's story
5: usually about. barefoot on yeah. stage.
1: Yeah, he might have been. Yeah, I honestly don't as remember. A, as a
5: matter of fact, he's barefooted right now.
1: Oh, oh, real, oh well, of course, because uh, yeah, bear everything else Ooh. right now. That's cold, Neil. That's cold, man. <laughs>
2: hey, I, I got the. I saw the Eagles in 1980 at the Omni in their first farewell tour, yeah. and they were horrible. Uh, Joe Walsh is great, but the rest of them were just horrible. They were. I I've, you know, I that was 1980.
1: I told I've said this before in my show, uh, Neil, w- with Pete Minozzi. I saw the Beach Boys live in uh, like 1980 or something in Chicago to celebrate Navy Pier's anniversary or something, and they were horrible. Couldn't keep a tune. I mean, it, they were off key, and it was. I you, might was have seen that same concert.
5: <laughs> I might have seen that same concert at the Omni, and I thought it was great. Huh. Well.
2: Well, they I, played two well, or three shows, so. Who knows which yeah. one we went? Well, to. take her.
1: You got to take the wife if she wants to go. You take her. That's all yeah, I know. She went. She's the one, You know, she who must be obeyed. Come on, I, I, you'd just say that in 1975 or something. So yeah, but now she's the queen. <laughs> well, I know that too. But still, she who must be obeyed is uh, probably the best way to. Y'all. Well, Remember, that, the proper that... answer is yes, dear. Right again, my darling. <laughs> Whatever well, you yeah, say, that sweetie. Is, that,
5: that is uh, that is the secret to a long term marriage. Yeah. Uh, not uh, that I would know. Uh, by the way, let me <laughs> ask you. Uh,
1: I, the other day, you mentioned. Uh, that you you were talking about your uh, golfing entry into the Cherokee Town Club. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have something in common. They blackballed me, too. (laughs) Did
5: they really? Yeah. Did they accept your application and the application fee? Well, no. Actually, it didn't even get that far. (laughs) Uh,
1: Because I was living in Brookhaven at the time, and all my neighbors were all members of the Capital City Club, and there were a bunch of people with the Cherokee Town Club. And we went there for dinner one night, and I'll make this short because this is your time, not mine, went to dinner one night with a guy, uh, with a, r- a really nice guy and his wife, and and that's when I discovered, I don't, I'm don't i not a wine drinker, but they served a white wine, which I thought was wonderful, and uh, just for back note, and then uh, the guy says, remember Cherokee, he says, oh, we're going to put you up for membership, and a bunch of them did, and then all of a sudden I started commenting during politics about a certain uh, state official who should have been elected governor but got caught uh, living a double life where he had a mistress for like 20 years, and, and I was Criticizing the hell out of him. And he and all of his friends said, Well, there goes your chance of getting into the Cherokee Town Club. And I also, my second mistake was about the same time I made a, a nasty remark about the horrible meal I had at um, um, oh, oh, <laughs> the most famous restaurant in town where they're known for their greasy fries uh, down at Georgia Tech. Uh, varsity, of the varsity, yeah, and I, mean, I had a yep. horrible meal at the varsity, and mentioned it on the radio, and said, "Well, there goes your chance again." So I, before yeah, I was ready to get my, uh, send me the stuff to fill out the thing, and he said, "No, this is not going to work. We can't." Really well, use how, it how do
5: you know all. you're having a horrible meal at the varsity
1: <laughs> compared to what? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, God, I couldn't eat the, the the onion. The onion rings were so greasy, we couldn't get them out of the bag or
2: the. <laughs> <laughs> your <laughs> point.
5: <laughs> well, I went the other direction. One of my sp- sponsors at Cherokee was the president of uh, of Waffle House oh really oh
1: that would yeah. be a good one there <laughs> no it didn't work out that way really what you said something bad and about the other the one smothered and covered or something
5: <laughs> and another one was an official with the Georgia Democrat Party
1: I'll be darned well I can understand yeah. that one <laughs> anyway no, I, I mean
5: he sponsored me for membership wow so what was their breaking point I don't know uh yeah Don and I went to the requisite dinner at the town club yeah. uh with two members of the uh, of the committee and after that dinner uh we never heard from them again <laughs> I mean I, I can't help it I can't help it if if they fed me something to just cause uncontrollable <laughs> canvas tearing belching.
1: <laughs> that might have been an issue. Who knows? Canvas. Anyways, so, well, I, so what well, else is? I, I joined
5: else? I joined Ansley, which I think is better than. I here. heard
1: you the little nine hole course over at Ansley. Uh, Lewis Grisard, fan, talked about it all the time. Was always out there hanging around, and that had I never I've I've been there. I never I never joined or anything. I didn't live in the area, but it, I'll bet that was a fun place to be. I bet the people. Well, it was, it was a fun place to be.
5: I did see Louis, Louis Guzzard there, and he said, Ports, how the hell did you get in this club?
1: <laughs> By the way, well, years after he died, uh, Pete, you may remember this. We're at the other radio station when we came back to work, and his uh, widow. Came, was in town doing something, and and I asked, I asked her guy if she could be on my show, and he said, sure, brought her in. Man, was she a knockout. Holy Ooh. cow. And built? Oh, I couldn't take my eyes off her, and I told her, I said, man, you were just a dish. I mean, you are just... And she wore her oink. red dress to the funeral like she said she oink, was going to do. Oink, uh, well, oink,
5: oink. Oh, really?
1: Well, maybe oink. now, but many years, a few years ago, man, I'll tell you what.
5: <laughs> oink, oink.
1: Well, anyway, it was a lot of fun, Lewis. Remember, well, I, I loved. I
5: love Lewis Grizzard.
1: Yeah, I'm not feeling so
5: good myself. <laughs> not, 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 many. By what do you make over the fact that after Iran, obviously behind this drone attack, yeah, that killed three Georgia soldiers, yeah. uh, that he all he's done is run his mouth so far as far as we know he hasn't done a damn thing to retaliate all he does is talk about it well that's our administration i mean it started with the afghan
1: withdrawal and it's and it's and nothing's changed i mean they're they're at least they're consistent with their cowardice or their lack of got expertise, or and it's like they've never planned for anything. I I, I can't imagine if you're a president of the United States. I would think the first thing you do when you get into office is say, "Okay, get all my staff together. All right, folks, I need a plan to come up with everything that might happen to us in the next four years. If there's a nuclear war, if someone attacks Guam, I mean, all the things that could happen. What do we do? What do we have? What's our what are our options? Wouldn't you have that in your pocket? Wouldn't you know? I mean, you would have every possible scenario. This can't be a surprise. This can't be like, oh, geez, what? What do we do now well maybe it is and that's the problem it's horrible well, remember
5: it's, it's, it's unconscionable remember biden is a stalking horse yeah right for obama yeah Obama. This is obama's third yeah. uh, third term and uh by it's gotten a little out of control for obama because suddenly uh biden actually thought that he was in charge of something so he's trying to act like that now much yeah. to the consternation of obama uh but but Can you people believe that the way things are going, there's an excellent chance that Kamala uh, Harris is going to be the president of the United States at some time? You're right.
1: I, I, they were talking about a poll today uh, that Trump is still leading, but he's, you know, leading by three or four in, a, in most states, uh, eight in Georgia. But still, if he's leading by three or four, that's meaningless. Hillary was, Rodham P. Sticky Fart Cabbage, was leading, you know, 92 to eight, uh, but you know, before the election. So the polls, uh, I mean, uh, it's possible he, the freaking team could win. I still think they're going to throw him down the stairs or he's going to fall in the shower. I can't believe they're going to put him on the ticket. I think something's going to happen. Well, they'll have to have an open convention this summer saying, let's get all of our candidates. Candidates together and come up with a good ticket, folks. What do you want to do? I can't believe who's going to then. I don't. Well, I, everybody's talking about that idiot, the worst governor in America, Newsom in California, whose wife was one of the sodomy queens of Harvey Weinstein, so she could get her career going. I'd like to have her as a first lady. Holy crap! Well,
5: uh, <laughs> well you know, it 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 might be her. Uh, But also Big Mike,
1: Michelle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they share her name keeps coming up. And by the way, Neil, what do you think about this? You're more of a political uh, analyst than I am by a mile. Not anymore. Well, uh, uh, when she was just recently on all the media talk show places saying our democracy is in danger and we need to do something. She was not selling a book she was not uh, active she was not uh, opening up a new society she was, in other words she wasn't promoting anything other than saying what she felt about the election and the state of our country which means a whole lot different than if she was just on somebody so to talk about a new record she'd made you know what i mean it, uh, so she's getting too into bad, it you know.
5: too bad there's not somebody walking around that would look at her and say, wait, 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 wait a minute. Where in the world did you get the idea that we were a democracy? Our founding yeah. fathers hated the yeah. idea of democracy. Yeah.
1: Exactly opposite. And then
5: let her yeah. let her deal with that one for a while. Yeah. Uh, and again, and by the way i mean
1: i, I still I still can 't believe that she is as popular as people think she was the she was the biggest bitch of the White House. she was the worst first lady, the most nasty um, evil first lady entitled uh, i mean pretentious the a first lady we 've ever had horrible the way she treated Melania Trump and every republican, and she said, finally she said well finally i 'm proud of my country." I mean, this woman has been wrong Kimmer. on everything, and they still freaking Kimmer. love Kimmer.
5: her. Yeah. Kimmer. I know. <laughs> Show some respect. It's <laughs> black <spark> history, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Black History Month. Well, Neil, I'm glad you mentioned that because, I, you know, we want to salute people. Uh, in fact, uh, I <laughs> hold on a second here. I have a salute today, in fact, uh, from uh, Tyrone Claiborne in honor of Black History Month. Tyrone Claiborne was the first person to, re- to refer to somebody as a play cousin. So again, these are the kinds of things that we want to uh, give special tribute in Black History Month to salute the things that we need to ke- uh, keep track of. So we're doing what that the through the day.
5: What the hell is a play cousin <laughs> thank <laughs> you <laughs> I have
1: no once again i'm now. trying to bring us all in together i'm sharing some of the phrases of our our friends in the uh, uh, african-american well, okay, community to, you know is a
5: play cousin necessarily of the opposite That's, sex not, no not gender? necessarily it's
1: like a, it's like a big daddy ray ray it could be you know someone their family friend that they uh, you know entertain and so oh, keep
2: digging. <laughs>
5: Wow, could a be play a lot cousin. Of <laughs> I had a play cousin in Texas, and then her mother caught us. <laughs>
1: well, you got to love it, uh, Neil. <laughs> Do you miss being on all the time? I bet you don't. No. I bet you miss being in the radio, but I bet you don't miss being on every day. But hell uh, no. Yeah.
5: <laughs> hell no. I wish I could uh, miss uh, it. By, I, I got to bring this up with. Do you have any restaurants around Atlanta that are using these robots? Uh, not that I know of. Pete, have you heard of any? Well, uh,
1: Serving I've got your one food up there in you? Blue
2: Ridge.
5: There's one in
1: Blue
2: Ridge that has one.
5: No kidding. You start bringing your food to you? And it, there, Yeah. The, wow. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, it, what color is
2: it? It's kind of a white type of thing, you know, like, uh, the is you like know, a... Go, I mean, well,
1: is it like a box? mean, Is it a rolling thing, like a big box with an arm on it? Or is, is well, it...
5: it has a face on it, and it blinks at you, and it smiles and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> take some videos, send but it there, to us. I've never seen it. There's great distress out there because most of these robots are white.
1: Well, there you are. Racism. Robot oh. racism. You know, we got to put an end to it. Clearly. Well,
5: I'm look, look, this is easily solved. All right. Uh, uh super glue some braids to the top of the robot <laughs> big afro or something And then and yeah and, and then uh, you know then then use Parts from an inflatable Judy doll and give it a large, large rear end. And yeah. you know, uh, the only trouble there is it have trouble getting down the aisles. But anyway,
2: uh, that might
1: have a couple in a burka. I mean, you just do it all. Got diversity, baby, diversity. Carry two trays at the yeah, that... same
2: time. So,
1: oh mercy!
5: I hear well, the I go, music. Uh, What's that? I'm going to go to the hot tub downstairs and uh, look at the. Look at the uh, guys in their banana like hammocks,
1: hammers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, uh, oh. say uh, say hi to the to your sweet bride and tell her she's going to go to the concert with you and uh, and have a great time. And again, we'll talk uh, next week. Anytime you're available, uh, you call us and uh, we're here for you anytime you want. I don't
5: have any friends. What else am I going to
1: do? <laughs> you know, you you and I have a lot
5: more in common than I thought. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Four thirty one, Neil. Thank you, Neil Bortz. And Y'all be good. Uh, always a pleasure. Except for five, I've 431 with Neil Bortz and the Kimmer and Pete and Flounder right here. I think your computer's acting yeah. up on you today. Wow. But <laughs> well, it's not your fault, Flounder. What's going on? Is it just freezing no, up Oh, that on was you? my
3: fault. I wasn't paying attention. I was doing something back there. Oh, okay.
1: Well, now we need to get you a stewardess in there. I'm telling you. We're gonna our next uh, contractor man. We're gonna get you like three little helpers or something, because you shouldn't have to, to do all that stuff. Anyway, it's 4:36. Uh, little Sex Pistols. Well, we'll play a little Sex Pistol. Yeah.
3: See, my theory worked because I figured boards would comment on my ding-a-ling versus <laughs> right. "God
1: Save the Queen," as he did, as uh, which was just right. Anyway, uh, on this day, 1979, Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious. Was released on bail after attacking Todd Smith, singer Patti Smith's brother, at a, sca- a Scafish concert. Scafish, scafish. John Lydon has since uh, stated that was uh, this. Uh, John Lydon has since stated that Mick Jagger stepped in and paid for the lawyers for Sid Vicious. So that was uh, hmm. nice of him. And let's see a uh, birthday list here today. Uh, let's see, uh, Harry Styles, the singer or former singer. I don't know if he's still singing. Thirty years old today. Was he the one that left uh, uh, the the uh, that little group and all the girls went nuts? Remember when, when, when one of those guys retired? Yes, was, the, uh, the band was called One Direction. One Direction. Holy cow! When he when he uh, said he's out of the band, I remember playing the sound bites. Of all the young girls who went on social media crying, bawling, saying their life was over. I mean, and I played a big, I was telling parents, if you think this is funny, you better pay close attention here because these girls sound really messed up. You better have some no conversations with uh, you better have some conversations with your little daughters because I mean they were just screaming and bawling and oh I got to go on I mean just horrible stuff and I didn't know whether the parents had any idea but it was when uh, old Harry said I'm out of here and they went nuts anyway for the record what a memory uh, let's see I got a bunch of history stuff here um, you want to talk about about uh, uh, oh this might take a minute oh well uh, maybe a. Yeah, I guess I could do it here. Uh, first, let me let me let me see this. Uh, the uh, four o'clock hour is brought to you by Atlanta Safe House. Just like the camera, I bought two safes. at Atlanta Safe House, and you may need it. You don't think you need a safe, but you do. In fact, it's a good place to keep your social security card. They're on the web, atlantasafehouse.com. Uh, Four thirty eight with a camera, Pete and Flounder, and on this day in history, I'm now going to get my phone ready because I got a whole thing here. This uh, is going to take a little while. You're not going to like it, but it's gonna, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, okay. Oh damn it! All right, hold on. I get my I get my, get my things on here okay oh no I uh, come on stop stop stop, stop. okay um almost, hold on here we got it. here we go all right on this day right. on this day in 1974 um linda ann healy becomes murder victim number two for ted bundy during that summer alone bundy killed at least seven women that summer he got caught eventually, admitted to killing at least 36, and got the hot seat in 1989. Now, who do you suppose was responsible for the hot seat? And how would you like to be uh, deciding your fate? Would you ever choose the electric chair, old Sparky, like, uh, like Ted Bundy got? But here's what happened, and I, I got to thinking this morning, so I looked it up. Who in the world invented the electric chair? And who would have thought to say, okay, if we need a way to put somebody to death, uh, why don't we put some wires on a chair and have the guy sit there and fry him with wires? I mean, who, I mean, you know, the guillotine was an original thought, rifles and a firing squad, but a chair with wires on it, electricity? I can't imagine who would have thought of it, and now I know. The electric chair, Pete, you're going to love this, was invented by employees at Thomas Alva Edison's Works at West Orange, New Jersey in the late 1880s. Uh, his involvement has embarrassed many of his biographers as an entry for electric chairs is a rarity in the indexes. Edison wanted to see capital punishment abolished altogether, but in the meantime, he said electrocution would be quicker than and less painful than hanging. I certainly, that's true. Uh, by the way, New York State Commission agreed, and it was Edison's chair that was used in 1890 to end the life of a street peddler called William Kemmler, a German-American who had killed the woman he lived with in a drunken rage. Now, uh, here's the deal. There was actually it happened in New York State. Here's the deal on the on the electric chair. It was called a war of currents. Edison Electric Company and Westinghouse Electric Company were in the battle believing that Edison believed that direct current DC was the safest form of electricity. And again, he tried to prove it by using AC to kill that elephant. Electrocute an elephant using AC. So Edison wanted DC current, said it was the safest form. George Westinghouse, his rival, believed AC was the safest. Both companies very powerful. Both made many false claims about the form of electricity. The other advocated lying about the other guy. Claims why their system was better. Westinghouse did not want anything to do with a death penalty. So I said, I'm not going to give you my generators. I want nothing to do with AC killing people. I want nothing to do with a death penalty. So the commission uh, studied the first electric chair, and Edison financed it because he wanted the electric chair to run on A.C. In the end, Westinghouse and his director uh, won and proved uh, to be the most efficient means of execution, and it was because of Thomas Alva Edison, the famous torturer of animals, and the guy who came up with the power for the electric chair. Boy, you learn something every day. I learned that this morning.
2: Uh, 442 with the Kimber, Pete and Flounder. How's it going? Uh, everything at 4-0? No, 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 no. We got breaking news. Uh-oh. I think Flounder has something for you there. What happened? Yes, what there's got? been
3: a school shooting uh, oh, in at, right outside Cobb County. Apparently, the shooters were not part of the school. So there's more details breaking when we get back from break. I'll get you the story. Uh, they're calling it a school shooting. It's, or? it's a school shooting in
2: McKechnie,
3: high school, McKechnie yeah. County, which is right outside Cobb County.
2: County. Yeah. Oh, I
1: see. Uh, and, but and, well, but they're saying that it was not on school property. I, mean, I, I guess we don't know much yet. But they're Police calling it. They said the
3: shooting happened in the parking lot, and neither victim is a current student. Neither right. victim has life threatening injuries. Both have been taken to uh, Kennestone Hospital. Oh,
5: wow.
2: So WS we, WSB TV is saying it's two shot at McEachern High School
1: in a parking, parking lot. In a parking lot. Wow. At four forty-two. That's probably after school. I but just we don't know when it happened. So I assume fairly not long ago. Probably within the last two
3: hours. Okay.
1: Well, I wonder whether school had long ago been out. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what time school gets out these days. Three thirty, three o'clock. I don't know. Anyway, we'll keep you posted. Um, uh, you know. I, uh, I can't imagine uh four oh four seven four one twelve thirty four forty three with a camera repeat and flounder uh, oh, speaking of youngsters, uh more information now about those illegal immigrants who were caught on video, and if you haven't seen it, you really need to uh, of them beating up those police officers in New York City uh, over the weekend. well, uh, one of the vibrant, uh, vibrant one of the violent illegal migrants was flipping his middle fingers after he got charged with attacking the cops. There's a famous picture of that going around as well. Uh, he was taken part in the mob attack on the two officers, flipped the bird at reporters when he was released. Uh, he's 22 years old, Yukon Bowada, uh, charges of uh, assaulting a police officer, gang assault, and shocking beating down in Times Square. He wasn't bothered by it, didn't give a damn, flipped both middle fingers, flowing the bird to reporters and photographers, wearing a Los Angeles Lakers shirt and khakis, uh, has a, t- a tattoo, attacked police officers. Seven illegals have now been charged in relation to the attack. Uh, 19, 19 years old, 21, 24, 21, 24, another teenager, uh, and the uh, uh, one suspect wearing a backpack, seen kicking one of the p- police officers in the head, grappling on the ground. Uh, 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 by the way, it, it is amazing to me, and the police union is going nuts, because they were released. <laughs> they didn't yeah. even spend any time in
2: jail. The, the The New York Post is reporting that four of them have fled on a bus to California. Well, there you are. And that's why it keeps happening. And the
1: union's going nuts saying, what, you got to be kidding me. I mean, how is this possible? And incidentally, how is something else possible? I promise you this. Every cop I know is flabbergasted that when these guys got caught kicking police officers in the face, doing everything they can to kick and punch and uh, abuse police officers, leaving them injured, and when they got to the police station after being arrested, uh, they didn't have any problem with a facial mugshot? How come they didn't get the crap kicked out of him on the way to the station? I'm sorry. I am calling for police violence. If you're kicking a cop in the head and they catch you, now you shouldn't kill him, okay? And you shouldn't put him in the chokehold that will kill him. But you ought to beat the crap out of him. Make him freaking hurt and do it in his gut, you know, in his kidneys, and his liver, so it may not show real well, but he hurts for a long time. You know, break some knuckles, pull his fingers out of his sockets. You know, stuff I- like that.
2: I've got what? a friend who's unfortunately gotten in a few scuffles with the police. He, he's a white guy of Irish background, oh, well. and he says every single time they beat the crap. <laughs> <out of him. laughs>
1: they should have beat the crap out of every one of those scumbags, <laughs> illegal immigrants, who now have fled the scene, and they're going to have a nice, happy life in California. Well, good for them. They're welcome they're to California. Run for the border. Yep. There Run you go.
2: for the border.
1: Yep. That's it. Uh, Four forty-six. Kim, repeat and flounder. An update on the news coming up here as soon as we get it. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's some gremlins going around in the Founders' computer controls today, I think. Everything all right in there? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, we gonna play some music, something maybe, or... There Do you we not go. hear it? <laughs> I can't hear, I can uh, hear it. I there now. was a
3: button push. Sorry about that. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: day drinking. i uh, uh, got
1: Are you okay? Is there, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, good. I, Okay, good, good. Everything's fine. Uh, 451 on uh, uh, 106.3 <laughs> with a give-repeated flounder. Uh, let's see. A, a little Tommy here? We got a little Tommy here. Uh, there we go. It's going to sing here in a minute, maybe could be the instrumental version.
2: The roller skating song. Here
1: we go. And sing it for me. (laughs) Tommy James and the Shondells on this day in 1969 started a two-week run at number one in the singles chart with Crimson and Clover, their second and last number one. Billy Idol had the 1987 number one with "Moni Money, which was a number three hit for Tommy James in '68. a little a mo- a crimson and tie for a second or if you want to you get the chorus in. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, you're a long way from the... long way from the chorus. Our birthday list includes Joy Philbin. Regis's wife, they used to work together, and uh, Joy Philbin is 83 years old today. Do you remember when Regis Philbin walked off the set of uh, the late show he was working on because he thought people didn't like him? No.
2: It, he walked live on
1: TV. He was on TV, and I, I forgot whether it was, uh, who was the host? I can't remember whether it, it was. I Steve thought it was Allen. Joey Bishop. Oh, yeah, Joey Bi- no, 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 it was Regis Philbin. Um, now, Joey Bishop may have also, I think Joey Bishop did, did the same thing where he said, uh, if you don't want me, I'm not going to be here or something like that. But I remember Regis Philbin was on the show, and, and then he, stood up, he got from his, stood up from his thing, and he said, well, you know, there's been a lot of comments about this, and I think so, and if if, you're, I'm not, if I'm not good enough for this and I can't do the good job, I really don't want to do it. And he walked right off, and that was a ball game. <laughs> Live on TV, it's the damnedest thing you ever saw. <laughs> Joey Bishop, and I think Joey Bishop did have a, a thing about that.
2: They also did that on Fernwood tonight where the Martin Moles sidekick uh, uh, got up. That, gra- uh, that funny guy got up and walked yeah, off.
1: Yeah, uh, he's great. He's, uh, that's a funny combination of people there. In uh, this day in history, it was 20 years ago, 2004. Wow, it was 20 years ago. Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, halftime of the Super Bowl, JT tore off her top, exposing her bejeweled uh, galagawanga, and gave the world the new phrase, wardrobe malfunction. That was in 2004. Well, Justin Timberlake was forgiven because he did the halftime show again in 2018. And this year, is it, uh, who did, uh, this year, I think you told me, and I forgot who it was. A couple of rappers. I guess, do we have any? I don't remember who it was. Anyway, I think he told me. Sorry. Uh, 453, again, if you just joined it's us. Usher. Uh, Usher. Oh, I like Usher. Is he the one who did? Uh, uh, should have bought that ring. Should have thrown that down. Uh, my 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 shawty, my wife. No, that was Nelly. Nelly, that's the that's the song I like. <laughs> Sorry, sure, Nelly. What's the difference? Anyway, I like that Nelly song. Should have bought that ring. There's someone else who's playing with her hair and whatever it was. I don't know. I used to like that song. Uh, if you just joined us, four fifty-four on the time clock. Two uh, two non-students, two people have been shot. At McEachern High School in Cobb County, apparently in the parking lot, they were not students. Uh, Two two shot. They are not going to die. Apparently they were injured, but not life-threatening injuries. They are at Kennestone Hospital. Two guys shot and at least two guys who ran off and are still on the loose. And again, there's no indication that they were students. The school was shut down. McEachern High, again, in Cobb County. Uh, The school was not involved. It happened in the parking lot. And it says here the school was shut down, which I guess means they were on campus. It was open when this happened. It doesn't say exactly the time. I'm trying to think if it says exactly when it happened. Anyway, the uh, the campus was code red. Police are on campus. Everything's fine. Um, parents' ex traveled. Da 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 da. Uh, cops are running up, going crazy. Everybody get out. Uh, shots were fired. One mother said her son was walking to the parking lot when he heard shots fired. Uh, he's a senior, so he gets out early. He was on his way to the parking lot. He had to turn around. That's when he heard the gunshots. Um, Mom says, when I take my kids to school, I always pray over them, asking God to protect them and keep them safe because things like this occur. You see it on the news. You never think it's going to happen to your child. And, again, two people shot. They were not students, and uh, the shooters are gone. Still on the loose, and that's all we know. I don't know what happened or why or what was going on or anything else. But we will definitely uh, keep uh, give you a posted as soon as we know. Oh, by the way, speaking of those freaking immigrants, huh, this is funny. The, the immigrants. Uh, the latest news, what Pete just said a minute ago. Apparently, at least several of the suspects uh, who were beating up the cops and then flipping the bird when they got caught and then were released with no bail. They were they got out of jail with no. How is it possible that you attack a police officer and you're not still in jail, beaten and bloodied and uh, hurting by, like crazy? Uh, and they let you out beating a cop in the face with your feet, kicking a cop in the head, and they let you out as soon as you get there. I can't believe it. How could you be a cop and not just want to throttle everybody over there? I mean, I, I can't believe it. And, and again, Kathy Hochul, the freaking governor of New York, when they asked her about all this, and they said, well, geez, don't you think these people ought to be sent back home? And she said, well, uh, it's worth checking into whether we should—if we should deport, uh, it's worth—it's definitely— Definitely worth checking into. So, Well, too late. They're gone. Hey, hopped the bus to California. God almighty. I mean, it's, it's fruit from the poisonous tree. Cop officials saying we warned you a year ago about letting all these immigrants and migrant phonies and cheats into our state. Now we're getting the worst of the worst. I don't see any reason why we shouldn't deport these individuals immediately for assaulting our police officers. We shouldn't spend one more penny on these people. Now they have a license to attack our police. Is this the world we created? Sanctuary City, Big Apple. It makes it illegal to notify Immigration and Customs Enforcement about criminal defendants. So they were not allowed to tell IMS, come and get them. I mean, mean, it's just
2: unbelievable. Democrats Democrats did this to New York, and now they're moving here, and the idiots vote the exact same way.
1: And now they're bitching about it. Uh, Andres Gomez-Israel, 19. Servita Archia 19. Uh, Juarez, 21. Joaquin Boada, 22. Yoman Reveron, 24. Uh, I mean, again, these are all, you know, single, able-bodied young men by the hundreds of thousands coming into our country and doing this, among other things. Good Lord, uh, four fifty-eight. Oh, here's another uh, fun story. There's a kid in Florida whose father is a diplomat. The 19-year-old kid named Avraham Gill is 19, and he's spoiled. His father is the consul for administ- administration for the Israeli consulate in Miami. So he's a consul. A consul. I'm sorry. He's a consul in the consulate for the Israeli consulate in Miami, okay? He's got a kid 19 years old. The kid uh, is accused of intentionally driving his motorcycle into a police officer in Florida because he didn't feel like waiting behind all that traffic. And the charges will probably be dropped because his father has immunity. Miami-Dade law does not apply to him, according to some place to the kid. Family members forming part of the household or diplomatic agents enjoy precisely the same privileges and immunities as do the sponsoring diplomatic agents, according to the State Department. Uh, That means complete immunity from criminal jurisdiction of the host country's courts. They cannot be prosecuted no matter what the offense, unless the immunity is waived by the sending state. So, in other words, if uh, the America wanted to charge this kid with running down a police officer intentionally because he didn't feel like waiting for the traffic to clear, Israel would have to say, "Go ahead and charge him." Now, there's a there's a, a, a little thing here, a wrinkle, perhaps. Immunity may not extend to him because of the kind of diplomat. The diplomatic immunity, it says here, is not given to people who are called consular officials. Uh, different from diplomatic agent of a foreign country so the arrested uh, oh the arrest is not the first time this 19 year old kid has been involved with lawmen he two of the run-ins at least um, he uh, at one point they attempted to pull him over and his uh, over his bike and he fled the scene and got away with it he also got stopped for several traffic offenses told the cop my dad's a diplomat so you can't hurt me uh, he had a motorcycle license plate that read please chase which he covered up with a second license plate that he flipped up when he wants to. And he, he's going to try to get away with it because he's the son of a consul official. Good grief. Five o'clock. Holy crap, Of sports coming up and a bunch of flounder's fellas. We're going to play them all <laughs> in the next hour. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right a blank. Ready on
5: your dog.
1: Target. Huh. <laughs> Road guards out. Huh. <laughs> first one to the rear. I'll <laughs> stand by. It's only me. It's only the Kiver with Pete Davis and Flounder. And uh, if you were here at 4 o'clock, Neil boards to call again, as he's going to be doing at least once a week and have a little fun. Anyway, how you doing? Hope it's all good with you today. 504. Here's a number. 404. I gotta, can't a thing there, 741-1230. 741-1230. Notice how light it is still. It's uh, 503, and it's still light going home after 6 o'clock. It's a uh, uh, weather. Changing everything's happy and everything's good. Uh good to have you with us, 404-741-1230. Coming up, holy crap at sports. We have update on all this kind of newsy stuff. I want to uh, uh, get an update on my uh, veterans' affairs thing. And what's the uh, what's the latest Pete Davis?
2: Libs of TikTok mm. just made a great point. Basically it says it shows the picture of the illegal flipping the bird yeah. off after he got out and without are, bail. After
1: beating the cops, in the next, face. He, yeah.
2: Yeah. He says, one of these people is in our country illegally, beat up cops and was released without bail. The other is a former Marine who protected riders on the subway from a violent psycho facing criminal charges. Was released on one hundred thousand dollar bail. Yeah,
1: this was a Marine who saved people, and they charged him with murder. He first, wanted to put him away for life, and made him a hundred thousand dollar bail. Compared to the punk ass illegal sneak in kicking a cop in the yeah. face, and they let him go. New
4: they York, let all New of York them Taylor go. Fretz.
1: Democrat. How can you vote for these people? Seriously, how how can you vote for these people? I mean, honestly, nobody in New York wants open borders and wants sanctuary city now that they have to pay for it. Now they have to suffer for it.
2: But, Kimmer, we need the right to control our bodies, not before we have sex, but after we have sex, we can murder our children.
1: Well, unless you're forced to take a vaccine, then you really don't get to control your bodies after all, do you? And you're okay with that, too, aren't you, ladies? All you people leave my body alone, you're okay with that shot business. That didn't seem to affect you. God, I don't know. I just, it's just, you know, I don't know what's going I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> it's, everything's upside down. Uh, 505, 505 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. And again, just uh, if you just joined us and got out of work in Cobb County at McEachern High School, the, uh, two people were shot in the parking lot of McEachern High School. They were not students they were not killed they do not have life threatening injuries there was gunfire two people shot they were at the hospital and police say the two there were apparently two or more it says it says suspects plural have fled uh they don't work I don't have the identity of the uh, shooter or shooters they have descriptions of the suspects it says so that's all we know where they went and what to do, and now we don't know what happened we don't know what started we don't know what the the uh, reason cause and so forth but two shot not life threatening injuries and not students, and the bad guys are gone. And so I guess things are pretty much getting back to normal. That was a little while ago this afternoon. Uh, 506, Kimber Pete and Flounder. We got some newsy stuff updates for you here, which we will uh, do here in a second. First of all, I, wanna, I, met, I started the show with this at 3 o'clock, and I'm telling you, if you haven't seen this, you really need to. If you can get to it as soon as you get the chance to get to some video. In Australia, a 12 year old girl named Rosie was in her backyard. And there's video of what happened when she went into the backyard to see what was going on with her, to find her little furry friend who was her guinea pig named Maxibon, okay? 12-year-old girl, Rosie, she is seen on the video going to a corner of her backyard in search of her pet guinea pig. She looks behind a bush, squats down low to the ground, reaches behind the bush... Uh, her dog runs up behind her while this happens. She runs, uh, uh, leans down on behind the bush and emerges with a giant snake in her hand. In the snake's mouth is her fluffy white guinea pig, Maxibon. So the twelve-year-old girl Rosie swings the snake around like a like a lasso. Zwoom zwoom zwoom. She said, "I didn't even think about it. Didn't even think about it. I just I was like, grab the snake, grab the snake." She swung the snake around by its tail. joing, joing, five times. Her father saw what was going on, jumped to her rescue as well, grabbed hold of the snake. The uh, guinea pig went flying, scurrying away. The dad uh, eventually tiptoed back over to the snake, picked. It up hesitantly and tossed it over the fence. The uh, The little girl's fine. The guinea pig is fine. He came waddling, bed. then I guess a neighbor had him brought him back. And the dad says, Boy, I'm sure proud of my little 12 year old Rosie he had the guts to pick up a snake and save her pet's life. However, the neighbors and, and the reporters describe the snake as having a brown body and a pale belly, which could be either, for example, a harmless python. Or the immediately deadly Eastern brown snake. And she <laughs> grabbed it no matter what and was flinging it around. I'm honest, if you haven't seen the video, it's astounding.
2: <laughs> While Sheila wrestles the mighty Python, I <laughs> hover above in the helicopter safely. Unbelievable! <laughs> I mean, I, 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 okay, you just said harmless Python. Do you realize you just said that? Well, I think there are pythons <laughs>
1: that, that don't have any poison. They they bite you, but I don't think they're poisonous. They I don't. Well, I mean, you know, a thirty-footer will squeeze you to death, but just like a seven-foot snake's not going to kill you. But anyway, so uh, but still, I mean, again, I, I can't believe it. I can't. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And
2: who just walks over and picks up a snake? I, 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 I mean, you yeah. get a stick.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. I know.
2: <laughs> That's why the good Lord gave well, us stick. Well,
1: she saw her little guinea pig in that right in the mouth. You can see the white guinea pig in the mouth. He's swinging it around. And you and think, oh, my God, she's going to kill that guinea pig if it hits the ground. I mean, she was really whipping it around. The whole thing was just... uh, You have to see it. You have to see it. I can't watch it. Oh, 509. Oh, by the way, speaking of young girls, I was going to do this later and not even thinking about whether I should do it at all. Uh, The doctor, the Boston doctor who was on the plane, a flight from Hawaii, uh, well, uh, he had to go to court because while he was on the plane flight uh, with his wife sitting next to him, also sitting next to him was a uh, 14-year-old girl. And the 14-year-old girl says that uh, she was sitting next to this guy, he put a blanket on top of him, and she said that he was uh, doing something really bad, and then she accused him when his blanket he had up to his neck had fallen and his pants were seen to be unzipped. The 14-year-old girl said he was uh, waxing the shillelagh uh, and uh, made his final destination just fine. And that his uh, his, uh, leg was bouncing up and down right before the blanket slipped down. She, she, when she got off the plane, she told her grandparents she was traveling with about her experience. They called the cops. The cops came and arrested the guy. He's a doctor from Boston. Arrested him for uh, farcookalating next to this little girl on the plane. Uh, he opted. He went to trial. Went to a bench trial, which means just a judge, no jury. And the judge he, fa- he faced uh, not only 90 days in prison. Well, well, I guess what the charge was. Uh, the prosecutor said we were we we're disappointed because we had no reservations. Having proceeded with the case, we steadfastly uh, support victims, especially minor children. And he says, well, I didn't do anything. My wife was next to me. Nobody said anything. Nobody else on the plane said anything. The little girl said, I, I beg to differ. But here's my question. How does a 14-year-old girl know about what what a guy's doing with a thing with a thing there? <clears throat> what are you talking about? Well, I guess they all know that by now. <laughs> and, and, and that's even a shame just even saying that out loud. You know what I mean? I know. I mean, seriously, she probably, uh, she probably had more sex than I have in the last 10 years. Well, that'd be silly. Uh, but she probably knows more about everything these days than I do. I mean, 14 years old? Mm. Good Lord, uh, five twelve. Oh my God! All right, one more quickie here. Oh, you got later. We're going to do holy crap of sports. We got flounders, Fanny. We're going to do all three of them right in a row. I swear to God, uh, <laughs> I've been really bad all day. Uh, we're going to hear from Fanny that Floozy got caught again being a liar about how she was never going to bang anybody on her staff. Uh-oh! Uh oh. And also, just in, remember the Senate a or the uh, the uh, uh, congressional. Uh, staffer who was caught on video uh, having his boyfriend on his knees on the uh, hearing desk in the Senate chamber and the, in the hearing room on the top of the desk, and behind him was his uh, lover, the uh, congressional staffer, and they were doing things that uh, you wouldn't want to have your mother watch you do in front of the church uh, school people either. Well, the uh, Capitol Police force did an investigation, and they said uh, the circumstances and investigation recorded inside the Senate office building Uh, Back in December, we've looked with federal and local prosecutors in a comprehensive investigation of charges. It's determined, despite a likely violation of congressional policy, there is no evidence that anybody committed a crime. The room was not open to the public. The guy had access to be there. Uh, they didn't re- cooperate. They pleaded the fifth when they got <laughs> investigated, so I'm not talking. Uh, and the guy did quit, who got caught. A congressional staffer uh, doing a little sadomulio uh, with his uh, boyfriend up on top of the desk. My God, they should have burned all the, all the furniture. Oh, uh, good lord. Anyways, flamethrower. Not, not gonna so ju- there, the flame <laughs> I can't take a flamethrower to this joint. Uh five thirteen. Holy crap, sports is next. Flounder's Funnies, Peach trees. We got it all standing by. Oh the Kimber Pete and Flounder right here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, look out, uh, 518 with a Pete and flounder. And coming up, the latest on another Trump lawsuit. Fannie uh, got caught in a lie once again. The only fans mama in Florida uh, embarrassing her kids. All coming up, at first,
2: the most important
1: thing we got today. Holy crap, it's sports
2: and Pete Davis. Well, if there's anything we know about Washington, D.C., no. it sure loves retreads up there, <laughs> yeah. and we've got another one. The commanders are replacing their fired Ron Rivera with the formerly fired Dan Quinn. Oh, yeah. boy.
1: Yeah. Our that Dan, Dan Quinn. Dan
2: Quinn. <laughs> yeah, our man Quinn. In like Quinn. Quinn has been the Cowboys, D.C., the past three years, and get this Rivera may replace Quinn as the uh, defensive coordinator I, in and that.
1: The one. Cow- oh, man. Well, that figures. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Quinn was forty-three and forty-two here in Atlanta, three and two in the postseason. He's going to have a lot of work to do in Washington. The Commanders finished four and thirteen last season. Wow. Haven't had a winning record since two thousand and sixteen, and haven't won a playoff game since two thousand and five. Ooh, that's yeah, that, that hurts. Seems like a stacked deck against them. But the Commanders own the number two pick in the draft. They can draft their quarterback of the future, unlike it seems the Falcons, and will make five picks in the top 100. They also have $70 million in available cap space. So whoa, it's whoa. not all bad news for them up there. Yeah. Commanders fans just hope they don't have to play the Packers offense anytime soon, since Dan Quinn obviously can't stop them.
1: So, <laughs> you
3: know, I guess. we found
2: out. <laughs> Outkick dot com has a prediction on the NFL draft and it's not good news Falcons fans. Mm. They say the Falcons will trade their eighth pick to the Jets for New York's tenth pick, in which they will choose former Auburn and Oregon quarterback Bo Nix. He's not going to be a. Avail- He's isn't he going to win the Heisman Trophy? Isn't that the guy they're talking about? No, no, he did not win the Heisman Trophy. He the guy from uh, uh, who the hell won it this year?
1: I thought it was. Uh... Hey,
2: well, you know, Washington. No, oh, the
1: Washington kid. No, no, no. It wasn't no, Penix. He's he was. No. didn't win it. No, who the hell right.
2: won the Heisman this year? You know, it's. it's, so it's oh, my God. Who cares? I I'm trying to think. I can't remember. It, <laughs> it had to be. Isn't that sad that neither of us can remember? It used to be such a big deal. Holy shit. You know, Caleb Williams, it was the year before, it was in Washington. Jaden Daniels, Jaden Daniels, Jayden Daniels. Oh, LSU, yeah, LSU,
1: court. that's, that's right. right,
2: that's right. Jaden Daniels. Well, now, so he what's the matter with Bo- Bo- what do you think about
1: the Bo- the Bo Nix thing? Then is that uh, that's not good for us?
2: Well, let's put it this way: I, I never thought he was anything at Auburn, but he went to Oregon and he turned his career around. So he's better than I thought he was, but I don't think he's the mm. answer. No, mm. I don't. But then again, it's the Falcons. You never mm. know. Uh, another great college football star from my youth has come to a tragic end. Terry Beasley, the former Auburn great receiver, college football hall of famer, died of an apparent gunshot wound suicide. Ooh. He was oh. seventy-three. Man, when I was a kid watching him play, yeah. Beasley declared dead yesterday. Uh, decades he suffered from the effects of about nineteen concussions, concussions that they know of. Yeah. CTE, they call it, or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. He paired up with Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback Pat Sullivan, who has also passed away. He earned All-America honors both in 1970 and 71, holds the Auburn records for 2,507 yards receiving and 29 touchdowns in a three-year career. He was absolutely amazing to watch those two go at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Inducted into College Football Hall of Fame in 2002, his number 88, one of only three Auburn football jerseys to be retired, along with Pat Sullivan's number 7, and who was the other one? Who do you Manning. think another Auburn player? Manning, I'm guessing. Peyton Manning from Tennessee yeah. has been retired yeah. at Auburn. Oh, Auburn. <laughs> See, you're you're oh, just, oh, you're oh, just oh, the
1: running guy. Bo it uh, by Bo, him Bo that Allen. Much. Bo uh, Bo Nixon there. Bo Allen. Bo Allen. Bo Bo, Bo Dixie. Yeah, Bo Bo, Allen. Bo, Bo hit him, will hit uh, <laughs> oh, hit the picture in the <laughs> face with the ball and he's got bloody and, and Bo knows you're uh, so uh, not. And Bo, close. Jackson. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson.
5: There you go.
2: You're so close. With <laughs> so close. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Beasley, a first-round draft pick by the 49ers. As he laughs over this poor man, he's Sorry. dead. Uh, he played three years. He sued the NFL with a bunch of other players. Uh, I think they settled out of court. And it's pretty, just sad. Terry Beasley, man. You think about those days. Yeah. Of Johnny Musso, uh, the Italian Stallion at Alabama and all those great players. And over at Auburn with Sullivan and Beasley. And now they're both gone. Yeah,
1: are, are they assuming it's from the concussion problems and the, the CTE? I think it's called. And I mean, this is Maybe. happening a lot. This is not. This is not the first time a football player with all that touch no. stuff has. I mean, killed himself and been in a problem. Junior, very common. Junior Seau. Yeah, yeah. Never, I remember. My, yes, indeed. That's right.
2: Not the only ones. No. Yeah, many. Uh, Shane Dronette, supposedly from the former Falcon. Yeah, yeah. So, here's a good lesson to learn: if you have inside info on a sporting event and you want to place a bet. Oh, all right, sure. Keep your pie hole shut as you're placing the bet. <laughs> oh. Former Alabama head baseball coach Brad Bohannon was fired last year after he talked with a man who tried to bet on a game between LSU and Bama last spring. And NCAA reports says Bohannon told the man a certain starting pitcher for the Crimson Tide would not make the start because of an injury. This was before the lineups had been released. So this oh. man, this brainiac, tried to put a $100,000 bet on the <laughs> contest on a baseball college baseball oh game, God. okay? Yeah, that's a little fishy. The, <laughs> yeah, the bet in GM Sportsbook flagged the wager as suspicious and said 15,000 is all you're going to be able to bet. So at this point, if you're this man, yeah. do you A, place a bet at a lower dollar figure like they've just told you? <laughs> B, pull your hat down over your eyes and walk away? Yeah. Or C, Start bragging to the sports book about how this is a can't miss bet and was quote. For sure, going to win, and if only you guys knew what I knew. In quote, let me guess. Now, my me myself
1: personally, <laughs> I'd go with version number two. I think I'd just say, "Oh, oh I'm out of here." They caught me. I'm sorry. Well, I'm getting out of here before somebody puts me under arrest in handcuffs. But going with three
2: is probably. <laughs> oh my God! Re- remember, you're you're an Alabama fan, so factor that in here. On oh that lordy! Oh, by the way, and you also don't show the people running the. Sportsbook messages from the coach saying he's pulling his starting pitcher. Oh, God. <laughs> now, Bohannon, the coach, received a 15-year show cause for the NCAA oh, uh, today. If he's hired by another college program, which I don't see how he could be, uh, he will receive a five-year suspension. So wow. even if they hire him, he's got to wait five years anyway. No one's going to hire no, he can't do that. yeah. And just when you thought you couldn't hate the U.S. women's woke soccer team enough, yeah. What now? Now the goaltender says, you're stupid. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, uh. United States women's national team captain Lindsay Horan Horan, Uh, uh. has said in an interview with The Athletic that you people, the team supporters, the American supporters, struggle to correctly assess her performances, adding that, quote, American soccer fans, most of them are not smart, end quote. What what is she... (laughs) Good. I mean, come on. Is she, is she a ever? superstar?
1: Is she some? Is, should we know her? No. I mean, you
2: don't know her. I mean, she's no. not a thing, right? Oh They're God. losers. They lost it. The, they went in there bragging yeah. and yeah. running their mouth at yeah. the World Cup, and they got their ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen a team more willing to alienate its fan base more than these entitled prima donnas? Moran no. no. then doubled up by describing you, the fans, as quote, "They don't know the game. They don't understand." end quote and then she went on to say that when she plays over in France They understand the game. Well, Missy, why don't you go play for their national team? And guess what happens if you screw up on their national team, on their national sport, like you screwed up for our team, which is not our national sport. You wouldn't be able to walk down any street in France without somebody throwing cantaloupes at you.
1: They're not going to give you a car and a house and, uh, you know, rose parades.
2: (laughs) She can walk down any street in America. Nobody knows who the blank she is. That's right. She she gets away with it. So... You know what we don't understand, Lindsay? How you gals, who are supposed to be so good with your feet, can so constantly put them so squarely in your <laughs> mouth. It's just amazing how they fit in there each time. Especially the I size just, of them. <laughs> I used to enjoy watching our women's soccer team play, but I can't, I can't even well, get near watching them ever yeah. play again.
1: When they started ripping off their um, shirts and complaining about men, I stopped having any interest at all in the girls running around. Well, at least
2: they were winning when they Yeah, did that's that. true. That's true. By the time the first pitch is thrown at the Cleveland Guardians' home opener, April 8th, fans will have seen something more unusual than a no-hitter, more rare than a perfect game, and astronomically more exciting than an unassisted triple play. What is going to happen in Cleveland?
1: Wow. More exciting than an unassisted triple play?
2: uh, At 3.13 Uh, p.m. uh, Eastern Time. In Cleveland. they They wore it astronomically. Is a clue. They're going to blast off something from the field, or a
1: rocket ship thing, or I don't know what. <laughs> no. Come on, tell me. I want to know now. A lunar eclipse. All uh, right, uh, uh, wait a minute. So the baseball, the Cleveland Indians are saying you should come to watch. I, I, I don't. I lost you. I don't get it. What they're saying?
2: Okay. I, I, I'm kidding. It's a solar eclipse. Yeah. Is what's going to happen yeah. exactly before the game. I got. It's the first time. It's the first time in Cleveland since 1806 the sun, Earth, and Moon will plunge the entire city into darkness. Thank God the river can catch on fire. Um, I shouldn't do that, it's Well, story. it's true. You get caught on fire. It once, <laughs> I think, once that was a long time no, ago. Did. Cleveland's a nicer city now. Yes, it, it is. I've been to Cleveland. Yes, it is. It's a it's nice is. little it, city.
1: It is a nice little town.
2: By the way, the next uh, solar eclipse in Cleveland is in 2,444, so I guarantee you it will be cloudy that
1: day. Now, uh, why are you picking on Cleveland? Is that the only city that's going to have a solar eclipse? I don't get it.
2: It's going to happen before their home opener. So the Guardians are trying to figure out how they can work that into the game, maybe maybe before the game or move it up. I think they should move the game up.
1: Yeah, have it happen, happen and game. say, now we'll pause for the sun. Yeah. It's solar equipment. It doesn't last for like seven hours. I mean, it's over before too long. That'd be fun. Yeah. And have a little party, this- have have fireworks or something for the kids and stuff. I'm, how fun would that be? Wow. Seriously. Well,
2: this is an organization that decided to use the name Guardians well, instead true, of too. Spiders. Yeah, spiders so. would have been a much better name historically and for, you know, just promotion. Spiders <laughs> is a spiders. much better name than <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> they are. They were known as the Cleveland Spiders yeah. way back in the 1800s, yeah. I believe. Go back to the old On uniforms, day, too, for that yeah. matter. Oh, look, really? I love like old uniforms. A great great. Yeah, absolutely. I do, too. On this day, February 1st, 1947, Commissioner Happy Chandler says they will create a pension plan for major league players. Get this. If you play five years in the majors, you will get $50 a month starting at age 50. (laughs) A player, yeah, you, mainly the average age of dying was 49, (laughs) I think, at the the time, and a player gets an extra $10 per month for each additional year of service, but the maximum is one hundred dollars a month? Well,
1: sure. The time when was this again?
2: <laughs> this was nineteen forty-seven. Holy cow! And
1: <laughs> actually. And by the way, another birthday wish. Uh, uh, if you missed it earlier, from Jerome Bell wants to wish his lovely bride Denise a happy seventy. F- he mentioned the numbers here. I'm not giving this out. He mentioned uh, Denise his happy seventy first birthday and our fifty third wedding anniversary. Love you from Jerome Bell to his lovely bride Denise. And I think that's sweet. 5:30, uh, Flounders Funny's coming up, and uh, updates and news, and uh, the Florida Mom story, and Tay Tay, and the love thing, and and also a couple of funny history things and uh, music. We got it all with a Kimber Pete and Flounder till 6 o'clock, and then we're going to talk to Shannon Burke on his Florida Man radio show, not here live here, but live on his show. If you want to tune into his show, you'll hear us all talking after 6. All right, so 5:30, Kimber Pete and Flounder. Here we go. Five thirty six years ago today, going in it's the night
6: the Beatles
1: Sing it, baby. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band at Abbey Road Studios in 1967 in London. The Beatles started working on that song. It wasn't until the Beatles had recorded the song that Paul McCartney had the idea to make the song the thematic pivot for their forthcoming album after they'd already done it. Uh, I think a lot of thought that was kind of the plan all along, but it sort of came that way later on. Uh, birthday list, all right. Let me ask you this, boys. Ronda Rousey is thirty-seven years old. Ronda Rousey, yes or no? <clears throat> Pete Davis, would I? Would I? Yeah. No. Flounder. All right, now Miss Veronica's sick, so she's in the bathroom throwing up. She's not listening. It never. You're not. You're I'm alone. Not... You're single. Ronda Rousey, yes no. or no?
2: No. Oh, okay. No, never, never date a woman who can beat you,
1: <laughs> who can kill you, and she can take your arm out of your socket in like four seconds. Yeah. I mean that arm bar yeah. thing. Holy crap! <laughs>
2: yeah. No, I'm not.
1: I mean, do it. you know, the problem is she's kind of sexy, uh, but she's yeah. scary sexy. I mean, she's kinda, she's big. I yes. mean, but but she's got all the curves in the right places. Uh, but she's, she scares the crap out of me. I just, I think there's a I you know, I'm not a violent, loving guy. I'm a, you know, like I say, I kind of like Sheesh. to nibble on him a little bit, maybe. But that's not violent. That's just little kisses, little nibblings. Mm, She'd nibble on you. <laughs> she would eat me up. <laughs> oh, like. mercy. Rhonda Rowdy, uh, Rousey is 37. She's back in the news. She's all over Facebook, like, popping up all of a sudden. I don't what? know why. Yeah. Uh, she, I, I mean, I literally just, uh, a couple things on my phone, and, and they, by the way, Oh, I know one thing. Uh, somebody had asked her, or the, the WWE guys, or somebody had asked her to come back uh, out of retirement and start wrestling again, and, and I think that, that was one of the issues of it. She said, no. She's I, a cage
2: fighter. <laughs> yeah, a, she's a toughie. Uh, uh, yeah. She's not a wrestler. She's no, a No,
1: whatever they call it, cage fighting, or this, I don't even know what they call it. Cage fighting? UFC. Yeah, U- whatever that is. Yeah, MMA, yeah, that stuff. Anyway, Rhonda is, uh, what did I say, 37 here today. Also, on this day in history... Some fairly sad news, 2003 on this day, let's remember, a piece of foam punctured a hole in the wing of the space shuttle Columbia, causing the ship to be destroyed upon re-entry. All seven members on board were killed. 2003 on this day. I'm surprised that's not in the news. There was one little line here on the history list, and that's it. It's not anywhere in in the news or anything else. It's like we don't even think about space program anymore, including when they die. Uh, which is uh, kind of bad, uh, Flounder, Do you have that uh, musical thing that uh, I had mentioned to you earlier about a history thing, uh, the yes, uh, I choir thing? A thing uh, it was on this that day in in eighteen in eighteen yes. hi- sixty two, Ju- uh, Julie Ward Howe published this song in the Atlantic Monthly, uh, and it's a little something here from the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yep.
6: And- This is the
1: last chorus
4: of the Battle Hymn of the Republic.
1: And And here's why I'm playing it. Listen to the words here.
5: Uh.
1: That was inspiring. it. Oh.
3: That <laughs> was <laughs> it. Yeah.
2: As I he got died to, as
1: he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free while God is marching on. Did it cut Did it cut out there? That was that that was it. Oh, my God. And the reason I was asking you to play it is because those words, the, 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 the woman wrote it, and her words are, as he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free while God is marching on. Nobody says that. Everybody says, while he died to make men holy, let us live to make men free. They all changed it. That's not how she wrote it. And everybody changes, says, let us live to make men free.
2: When have you ever sung that song? Oh, a million times.
1: Glory glory hello it's a great song. song that's one of my favorite songs if you hear that by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir you can't help but getting a, a, a goosebumps anyway just for the record uh, it's George's song I know that well there you are uh, glory and a lot of faster you know <laughs> repertoire there uh, five forty one okay let me let me finish the VA thing I I, I I've, been, I've been kind of harping on this and I don't mean to be a jerk about it the VA uh, for a lot of people is is a godsend uh, God bless them but it's got so many problems I've dealt with them before I've been you uh, know I've had great service when I was down in Florida and none since then, uh, although I, uh, I've been working with this wonderful woman, Rita, for the Georgia Department of Veterans Services, who's an angel. Uh, and she uh, helped. I mentioned yesterday i got gotten a, a bunch of documents in the mail that I had from the VA because I... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> okay, that's oh, right. I am not crippled, I am not disabled, I, I feel even guilty putting in fo- uh, claims for my service in Agent Orange and Vietnam and stuff like that, but I was kind of uh, uh, talked into it at the uh, year and a half ago, the guy said, no, you, gotta, you deserve it, you gotta do it, you, you, you suffered for these things, so put in for it, so I did. The problem is, now it's a freaking nightmare. It's been going on for over a year, and they're still getting back to me saying, well, we need this, we need that, and I don't have it, because the records are gone, I mean, it's just a freaking nightmare, and, and this woman. And Rita has been a, a, an angel. Honest to God. I, yesterday I got home and in the mail another letter from the VA saying now I have to get I, I get like a couple of hundred bucks a month. It really changed my life. Anyway, that's fine. I'm not complaining. Uh, but now I have to have a direct deposit. They won't even send me a check anymore. So now I have to go through the. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just there's always, there's always something. There's always something. Uh, but I'm not complaining. I'm not disabled. I'm not. Uh, I don't even. I shouldn't even have done it. I'm, it's not like I deserve it. I'm not asking for things. I just. I feel bad about the whole freaking stupid, stinking situation. Um, but anyway, for the record, Reed has been great. And, I, and because of this, I got a very nice notice here from a guy named Rich, who's a longtime listener. And he also happens to be... Uh, he, uh, hold it right here. He happens to be uh, with a team of service officers at the... Um, uh, let's see. Oh, hell, here we go. Oh, the Mar- Marietta Chapter of Disabled American Veterans, DAV Chapter 6. Uh, they don't have a bar they don't do things they just help through veterans they're not a a party place at all they also uh, they give counseling for people who have trouble with the VA Uh, they never charge anything and uh, that's part of their uh, organization uh, near uh, he in fact he met us or met me at the Cumberland Mall Cobb Galleria uh, 20 years ago almost for an event we were doing and they were giving out hot dogs to the crowd he was in uniform at the time I remember that anyway the VFW post uh, 2681 at Powers Ferry Road Marietta does help like like this and so there are people out there who do this kind of thing, including Rita uh, at the uh, Georgia uh, Veterans Services Bureau, and I, I can't thank them enough. And again, uh, th- there is help out there. And thank you, Rich, for offering to help as well. And uh, anyway, so the, there's just the latest in the nightmare. I'm going to have this figured out too, and then hopefully this will all be done, and uh, maybe I'll stop talking about it. Um, so anyway, <laughs> oh God, uh, five forty. Thank you, five forty-four. I, I just had to get. I just had to stop talking. I just had to get it done and say, you know, uh, again. So sorry, it's done. It's done. It's done. All right, five forty-four. Uh, Flounders, Funnies. All right, this is the one you asked for earlier about getting old and uh, injured and in waking your up like you've been working out all by your knees. Sleep it. Here
6: 36. I'm not handling my 30s very well because I'm realizing 30s is not old, but it is... Almost old. Like, you're right there, you know? And some of you are in your 30s. You're like, that's not true. I'm still young. Yeah, the first stage of grief, denial. <laughs> You'll come along. It's not. You got a little young in you and a little old. You're in transition, you know? Like, I still get excited about concerts, but I also get excited about Kohl's Cash. I'm in transition, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> and everything changes. You can get hurt doing anything in your 30s. Anything is dangerous. I play basketball once a week. I texted a friend my age, and I said, hey. Hey, are you gonna be here this week? And he said, No. I threw out my back and I said, How? And he said, Folding a sheet. (laughs) And I wasn't surprised. I was mad at him because we needed the numbers. I was like, Come on, man, you're 36. You know you can't be doing that by yourself anymore. (laughs) You free soloed a sheet. Are you insane? You need a spotter for that kind of action.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, who, and who's, what's his name That's again? Justin Nickerson. Nickerson. That's everybody Nickerson. And again, I mentioned this, but I woke up this morning with a terrible sprained wrist. My, I, just killing me. I don't, know what, I, don't, I don't know what I did. And it's not the one that I bounced off that skinhead's head either that I broke many years ago. So this is, I don't know, it's a mystery. Anyway, five points, quarter six already. And uh, more is coming up, I promise you, with a kid Pete and flounder right <laughs> Look out. Got to get Boogie on. Somebody got a brand new bag. Here, here. Look out. Here we go. James Brown. Look out.
5: 1965
1: at the Arthur Smith Studios in Charlotte. James Brown recorded Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, reached number 8 on the Billboard Pop Chart, number 1 on the R&B Chart, and later won the Grammy Best Rhythm and Blues Recording, James Brown, 1965. (laughs) <laughs> what a talent. I've got a great role in Blues Brothers, too. <laughs> Singing with a church choir. Our birthday list includes, uh, let's see, uh, Big Boy, the half part of Outcast. His real name is Antoine Patton. Uh, he was an actor also uh, in Idlewild and Marcus in, in Atlanta, the TV show. About Big Boy is 49. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much all of the birthdays. Uh, let's see. I know i got a bunch of history still so left to go. Just a couple quickies. Um, uh, Elvis Presley became a father on this day in 1968. as wife, Priscilla, presented him with a 6-pound, 15-ounce little girl named Lisa Marie Presley. Uh, let's see. The Tet Offensive, 1968. Also, same time, you remember the famous photograph of the South Vietnamese national police chief, Putting his pistol to the head of a Viet Cong prisoner and blowing his brains out. The picture was one thing; the video was even better. Ten offensive, baby. <laughs> it was uh, no holds barred. Already right. five fifty-one, almost. Um, and uh, ah, let's we'll get going here. Let's see. Oh, we have a phone call and uh, some breaking news to talk about two. Here's Gary. I think I'm with the Kimmer Pete, and Flounder. Hello, Gary. How's it going? Hey guys, uh, listen. The uh, Oregon Supreme Court has blocked. Ten Oregon Senators from
5: running for reelection
1: yeah, the problem was uh, the problem is the state law, these Democrats, and this is what they 'll do nationally if they get a chance. The Oregon Supreme Court has said these ten Republican senators broke the law because the uh, Democrat, Oregon Senate, and House passed a bill which says that if anybody if a law let me see hold on a second here. i 've got to find the exact uh, ruling here uh, if if the lawmakers Miss more than I know. I can, oh, here we go. The caucus stressed that uh, the high court's rule: if they if they miss more than ten days of unexcused absences, they can no longer run for office so it's passed by law but it's because the democrats stacked the Oregon Supreme Court and the, and, and the legislature and so they've uh, they've the last year's boycott lasted 6 weeks stalled a whole bunch of bills and so the democrats got back at them by, by that uh, that uh, uh, part of the constitution says they can they can no longer run for office so here we go the democrats using the law to stop republicans from even being able to run for election well, that uh, those ten Republicans equal one third of the Oregon Senate. Yeah, I mean, this is I, I, I mean, here we go. I mean, it's never going to change. It's and boy, if they get in control nationally again, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to put fifteen or eighteen, nineteen members on our Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court. They're going to open the borders, take away our guns. I mean, we know it's going to happen, uh, Gary. It's a bad sign, my friend. I appreciate you calling. This is something. To, I mean, we got to keep our eyes on this stuff because they're taking our freedoms away from us. They don't want Donald Trump to run. Look what they've done to him. Oh, by the way, Peaches saw this. Uh, Did you send me this a second ago? (laughs) Just in. In Connecticut, a new state-mandated program makes it mandatory that there is a tampon dispenser in the boys' bathrooms in high school in Connecticut. Well, it lasted 20 minutes. (laughs) Somebody ripped it (laughs) off the wall. (laughs) It's somebody's reaction. Somebody ripped it off the wall. Somebody, Angie said, have they not met teenage boys? Who thought this was a good idea? It took that long because they were in class. (laughs) Uh, No quarter for these fools. Shame on all of them. I hope there's future for some. Give me hope. Go, kids, go. Uh, I didn't know if you've seen a high school boy's bathroom before, but you can't even keep a toilet paper thing in there without them wadding it up in a wet ball and chucking it at the walls or the ceiling. And then another says, this isn't Canada. Leave them out of all the boys' bathrooms. Oh, my God. I mean, this is unbelievable. Connecticut ripping it right off the walls. Holy smokes. What a bunch of idiots. 5:54. 5:54. I get a quick school update here in Cobb County, Butchertown High School. There was a shooting this afternoon in the parking lot, not the school. Uh, two victims shot. They are not in life threatening condition. They're going to be okay. They were shot. They are not students. And the two, at least two shooters, apparently got away, and they're still looking for them. Don't know where they went. So uh, other than that, everything's fine. 5:54 uh, with a Kimmer Pete and uh, Falounder. Uh, oh, do we? Have, do you have that uh, uh, Nor- uh, Morgan Freeman? A commentary in there? Can we play it? Is there time to play that? Yes, I do. Uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is Black History Month. And I did, I did I do a little joke in here. Uh, for example, on, uh, we want to salute the uh, people in the black community who have given us memories forever and been part of history. For example, uh, Eugene uh, J.C. Milston was the first person to actually talk back to a movie screen. So, again, you know, we have to, we have to bring out these things because they're important. Uh, and here, although Morgan Freeman has some of, of, of a different take, uh, if you will, sir.
2: Black History Month, you find?
5: Ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you I'll do with you. yours? What, which month is White History Month?
1: <laughs> no, well,
5: well, come on. Tell me. <laughs> uh, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month is Jewish. Jewish History Month? <laughs> uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Do yeah. you want one? No, no. No, I, I, I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism and stop talking about it? I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman.
1: a uh, very sensible attitude. Thank you. And of course it will never take over anywhere, but that's you know, that's the way it ought to be. Well, In fact, that's what Martin Luther King's been saying, and no Democrat believes what he believes, that you ought to be judged on the content of your
2: character, not the color of your skin. What do you expect but actual succinct logic from an old Miss fan? <laughs> well, I didn't know he was an old Miss fan. Oh, he goes to all the basketball games. He loves it. Is that right? Oh, I'll be darned. Well, he's a very level-headed
1: guy. Uh, and besides have, being a great actor and having a great voice, I mean, what a just a you know a gift right there. Uh, you know, Shawshank Redemption. He's he never he's done great stuff. Great work in his life. Uh, more power to him. Uh, 556. Let's do a quick Fanny thing here. Fannie Willis, uh, the uh, Fulton floozy, D.A., will not recuse herself from the Donald Trump case. She says she's afraid if she takes herself off the case, they might lose. They might even cancel the whole thing, even though she's been waka waka wanging with this guy, Nathan Wade, the guy she hired for, and paid almost $700,000 and all the scandal going on here. She says, I'm not going to resign. And by the way, Flounder found this. This is a soundbite from 2020. What's the matter, Pete? What are you at?
2: we got breaking news here from right. the Daily Mail. Those three Kansas City Chiefs fans found frozen and dead had fentanyl and cocaine in their systems.
1: Fentanyl and cocaine. Fentanyl. My God, everything is fentanyl. Everything is fentanyl. Yeah. And by the way, when's the last, two years ago, would you even know what that word was? Have you ever heard the word no. fentanyl other than a couple of years yeah. ago? And yeah. now everybody who dies dies from fentanyl. And again, you know, whether, well, they had cocaine in them, so obviously they were drug users. Uh, But again, this fentanyl, this is a case of poisoning. The the people, children and stuff, are taking these drugs thinking they want to, you know, stay up late for an exam or, you know, have fun with their buddies for an hour or something. They're not necessarily drug abusers or addicts, but they're being poisoned from the Chinese. That's where it's coming from. And it's coming for the open borders. Thank your president. Keep voting for these people. Good Lord. Anyway, do we have time for the Fanny thing? Fannie said, back when she was running against Paul Howard in 2020, Fannie said, boy, she'd be a real good person the whole time.
4: You have a DA sitting there that doesn't have the qualifications and the experience to do the job. What I can guarantee you is with my reputation, with my community ties, I am going to be able to attract the best and the brightest minds to that office. You're sitting with someone today that actually wants to make a difference because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Mm -hmm. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket Mm -hmm. when it should go to benefit children. Mm -hmm. Because we deserve
1: better <laughs> yesterday they caught her when, when she fired the whistleblower complaining that a guy was stealing the federal funds and she was okay with that and today we find out that she says oh i'd never sleep with any of my staff members she was banging the guy that she hired for seven hundred thousand dollars dear lord the, wi- the
3: whistleblower she fired she didn't fire that day but she ended up having her escorted out of the
1: building yeah. within two weeks yeah yeah they had like seven officers or yep. something with guns that yep. say get out you can't mm-hmm. come back on a deal good lord uh, and then there's a good case of Jenny Hazard in Milwaukee. Lost her dog, Bear, cute little uh, shih tzu dog, 16 years old and sick, bad heart. He disappeared in the dark and the snow, and she put her message on social media. Please, where's my doggie? Where's my doggie? Well, about 20 minutes later, she got a message. Uh, He's over here at uh, Fink's, uh, the bar, and they had him. Uh, some girls were going bar hopping, and they found him in the snow and <laughs> took him to the bar. He's up there having fun with all the patrons and stuff, so all is well and going to be fine. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, by the way, boy, boys, uh, don't forget, as a man said, uh, I just heard my grief counselor died. He was so good, I don't even care. Uh, it's coming up at 6 o'clock. <laughs> Well, with a kippur bean flounder, I gotta go. You're killing me! Look out, Ura! See ya tomorrow. I'm betting with good luck and a little bit Friday. Herp.
0: This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business